I just want to be silent and listen to the cricket in the background. <laughs> it's very calm and relaxing. Are you okay? <laughs> I'm something. So we are ranked number 38. That's pretty good considering there was no ranking yesterday. So, hey, there you go. Right? I'm not going to complain. Considering last night I wasn't exactly all in. A little tired, you know? So. That happens. I do believe Herbie will be joining us this evening. I believe, I believe, I believe. Hoping so. Oh, and hi, Logan. You, hi, so man. you are the bearer of the cricket? Mm-hmm. You got all like... Sitting outside my oh, house. Oh, you're all like, mm-hmm. I don't want people to know. I have a cricket. It's very special to me. It's my pet cricket. <laughs> His name's Jimmy. Jimmy the cricket. Uh, shut up. <clears throat> I really wish I had a damn mute button. You know that? It'd be really, really nice. But I don't. <laughs> Honestly. If I gotta clear my throat, I gotta do it on the air. You see? Because if I mute, then you like to be unmuted. Yeah, yeah. I've been kind of muted the last, last little bit. I've been low key. Kind of calm. Which is surprising. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, I'm done with the freaking small talk. Hang on. Are you a whining, sniveling little apologist? Are you a psycho-babbling snowflake? Part of the victim culture and all of the global elite that want to destroy our God-given freedoms? Are you a pussy? If so, turn it up, because we love pissing you off. This is Voice of the People USA Radio. Engage and rage. And rage. Pure, unadulterated truth guaranteed. This is Voice of the People USA Radio. And this is Dan Smeriglio. Welcome officially to Voice of the People USA Radio, live every Thursday night at 6 p.m. Eastern Time until 9 p.m. Eastern. I always say we might not go the full three hours, but I don't think we've ever not gone the full three hours. And at that one time, we actually ended up doing a whole nother live stream as soon as this one was completed. So you never know, but at least from 6 to 9. Will I make it to 9 tonight? Time will tell. Thank you to everybody who has been tuning in all week. Again, we're ranked number 38, which is pretty cool because you just restarted the ranking thing. So I'm good considering last month we started out the month not ranked. So I will take that. That is thanks to everybody out there that listens and downloads and got us our little Podbean badge. 
It's pretty cool. I could copy and paste it, whatever accepts HTML code, whatever. I don't understand that shit because I'm admittedly stupid when it comes to technology. There you go. But thank you to everybody. Thank you to everybody for the pod points, the donations, the gifts here. <clears throat> I saw Woofy. She sent one. Thanks, Mom. I love you. So, yes, everybody knows that's my mom. So, fuck with her. You get Satan. I will fucking wreck you. Other than that, I am good. There's the, there's the rules, the unwritten rules. Mom's allowed to be unmasked because, unfortunately, a bunch of scumbag loving liberals targeted her back years ago because she had the audacity to be my mom while I was out there doing more than being a little douchebag fuckstick sitting behind a keyboard saying, I'm changing the world, like a bunch of little self-righteous freaking virtue signaling ass wipes out there that still exist today, another cancer in society. With that, remember, we are found officially our website vopusaradio.com vopusaradio.com on twitter i still haven't fucked with it but we are at vopusa radio or at dan smurglio that's obviously the bigger one i think there's a shit ton of things and people now on the radio one but i hate twitter on parlor at vopusa radio there you go i always forget to add that one on Fascist Book, Voice to the People USA Radio, fan page and group. Join us, follow us, like us, whatever you want. Engage, talk to other people. It's fun. I think it's fun. They seem to be engaged sometimes. A whole bunch of different articles on the group side. The page is kind of eh, but you know. Page used to have a lot more people, but you know, Facebook censored us back before it was cool. On-demand listeners, thank you to all of you. We are found on Pandora, uh, Podcast One, Spotify, iHeartRadio, everywhere else, Google Podcasts, Alexa, everywhere podcasts are found. We are there, so thank you. Spotify is currently number one in the ranking with regard to most listens and downloads and all that shit, so pretty cool. Pretty cool. I appreciate that. Who the fuck is Mark? See, this is what happens when I look. Maybe that's why people bitch. Your intro is too long. Fuck you. You try doing this shit, right? The owner of oh, the owner of Facebook, Zuckerberg. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, that douchebag. Obviously, we are found every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern time for the VOP Roundtable, our newest show to the lineup. Wednesday nights rise above the noise at 7 p.m. Eastern right here on this channel, obviously every Thursday, 6 p.m., you know that. Fridays at 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time, the VOP Network side, the Stoner and the Jedi. On Mondays, forthcoming, I don't know if it's going to be this week. Elias, I'm not 100% sure if you two have spoken, but uh, the Uncensored Truth will be will be up I, maybe this Monday. Depends. That's a pre-recorded show. Uh, you're doing your 4 a.m. meeting shit. Anyway, so the Uncensored Truth, I think at 9 p.m. Eastern time on Mondays, I think that's what it's going to be. That'll be pre-recorded. So there you go. Just an FYI. Eventually, Mike will do live live shows and take calls. You know, he's new to this game. He's only been doing it since 2009. He's scared. Wuss. And I like making fun of Mike because that's how I know he never listens to the shows. 
to everybody listening all over the world. Thank you again. I appreciate you tuning in in the very early hours of the morning. The cricket is back. I appreciate you listening to our shit on demand, everybody, to a very good gentleman with the Japanese Daily News, Yamshi Bom. Thank you. I say that wrong every time. I know that. I try. Other than that, hi, Logan. So no Japan jokes? No. No Japan jokes. <laughs> We're cool with them. They're always... Are we? Damn straight. Damn straight. Hey, listen. Japanese media and Australian media has been kind to me since I started in 2007. All right? They've been awesome. It's the American media that's a bunch of fucking jerk-offs. So they're, they're pretty much the worst. But it is what it is. So, Logan, how are you this week? <laughs> oh, I'm doing just great. Took a nice little walk yesterday listening to your podcast. That'd be pretty boring. Eh, it's only at the top of the mountain. It's all your house, you know. <laughs> right? <laughs> Herbie will be joining us in 10 minutes. Yes. Listen. <clears throat> you know how it is when, you know, you get a day to work from home, but it actually turns out to be a very, very busy day. But you get lots of shit done. You know what I mean? And then you realize... Uh, I don't work from home. I'm not special enough to work from home. Oh, you're a piece of shit like me. We're essential employees. Come on. We don't rank. So own that shit. Own that shit. Okay? But hey, you're keeping the I do every day. Keeping the good people of that facility safe and secure. See? So the world owes or at least they owe you. Whatever. But nevertheless, you know, I notice I, I've been putting in about like twenty, thirty, forty hours a week just just with the uh radio stuff, the radio show stuff, the shows and the network side and all the back end shit. And it's amazing to me the Those are rookie numbers. <sighs> oh sorry, fuck you. Um and <laughs> Yeah, well listen. Sometimes when work can be a positive distraction from doing the radio stuff, which is something I actually love, that's how you know that you might be a little pissed off at the way certain things are going. So Getting some feedback last night wasn't exactly something that made me very happy. But then again, you know, this is what happens when you're in the public sphere, right? So it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. What What are you? Like this this calm, <laughs> this calm voice? Like, you know, I, I shouldn't shit on you. I mean, all right. I mean, Herbie's still, Herbie's still with us. You know, he's he's doing his manual labor shit. So Herbie, he still counts. So he's still here. But I guess I can't shit on you too much because even though you're completely new to this game, you stuck with. So I can't knock you. Yes, I can. <laughs> and I will. But nevertheless, so tell me, tell me, tell me. This is the first time you've ever done podcasting, right? Yes. Yes, it is. You hear that, people? That's called an engaged co-host. Yes. Yes, it is. Silence. Back to the cricket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, newsflash there, buddy. People actually want to hear what you have to say. Oh, God. It's kind of hard to do that. 
did you take like downers tonight? Like what the fuck? <laughs> the cricket, the, just a couple. The cricket is perfect. <laughs> the cricket is perfect. It's like, yeah, cricket, cricket, cricket. You know how you say like I hear fucking crickets when I ask you a question? I literally do. That's awesome. Why don't you yell, man? I'm surprised you hear that. I do. Why aren't you yelling? Why aren't you screaming? Why aren't you ranting? Why aren't you pissed off? Don't you laugh at the people that wear freaking oversized granny panties on their face and virtue signal to the world? Or the dumbasses <laughs> that wear the goggles on their face? I'm wearing goggles on a mask and gloves. I'm saving the world. I'm a patriot. You're just a dumb fucking idiot. But why don't you talk about that? Huh? The people driving, wearing their fucking masks. I love it. I drive and I wear my mask and my goggles and my gloves. It's okay. I'm keeping the world safe. <laughs> I'm keeping everybody safe. I'm doing what I'm doing the right thing for America. I'm saving America. One mask at a time, one glove at a time. I'm saving the country. You should thank me. Fuck the oh, military. Have, Fuck law enforcement. You have no idea. Fuck them. Thank me for saving the country. I do more than the military. I do more than law enforcement. Me. Because I'm wearing a mask and gloves and goggles in my car. I don't even wear my mask anymore. You know, do you ever, do you ever look, do you ever fucking look at people like, you know, when they do other shit where they're actually exposed to like, you know, like they're wearing respirators for painting. It's like a whole head mask with the breathing apparatus and shit, you know, it's like all this shit for painting, for this, for that, these little minuscule things, right? All this little shit, but the world's deadliest pandemic that isn't a pandemic. Is it even in the top 50? I still don't think we're there. The deadliest pandemic well, in the world. To the plague, it, compared to the plague, it's still in rookie numbers. No, it doesn't compare to fucking swine flu, you know? What the fuck? But never, <laughs> compared to TB! TB! But we don't talk about that, right? No, we talk about TP. i got to get the toilet paper because the coronavirus is going to kill me. You know? i got to hoard the fucking toilet I, paper. I never understood that. Between these dumb shits, I swear to God, what is with your bleach wipes? When you have Clorox saying, we can't provide bleach wipes until 2021, I swear to God, there's basement dweller assholes probably jerking off with a Clorox wipe, okay? This is probably what it's come down to, you know? I, I gotta play my video games, I gotta clean it every fucking, every time I'm done, every time I put it down with my fucking bleach wipe. I got my bleach wipes. I'm saving America! I'm saving America! Wear your mask in your house now. Yes, master! I'll wear my mask in my house because I'm a good American! You putrid dumb fucking assholes. I swear to God. I mean, it's, it's great when you just get out of your car, you get out of your car, right? You get out of your car, and you're in a parking lot. And you see these two dipshits wearing their fucking granny panties in their face. And instead of walking, talking to each other, doing what they came there to do, no. They're standing there, arm on hip, you know, like the typical heffalope fucking bottom-dwelling shitbags that they are, staring at you until you put your mask on. It's like, are you for real? Or when you, you pull your mask down and scratch your face and you get the dirty looks, right? My God. My God. But the coronavirus is serious. Yes, it is. It's been causing common colds for hundreds of years. Bastard. You don't understand. I understand pneumonia. I understand flu. Thank you. I also understand bioweapons. I also understand that if you're going to do the fear porn, you should have upped the numbers just a little bit. 
but the numbers are going up every day. The numbers are going up. Look at how many people have died. Look at how many people have died. First off, first off, it's literally been admitted about all the mistakes and all the bullshit and all the false numbers, but you choose to ignore that. You choose to ignore that. You ignore fact. You ignore admissions, whistleblowers. It only counts if we're going to bash the great Satan, Donald Trump. Otherwise, no, no, no. These whistleblowers are wrong. These doctors are wrong. These nurses are wrong. They're wrong. Epidemiologists, they're wrong. They don't know. Because the government that failed us and didn't do anything early enough, really, earlier than every other country, might I add, but I digress, you know. The media tells them not to believe that anymore, so they don't. So we didn't do enough. That's why it's so bad. But yet you listen to everything the government tells you because you didn't trust them in the beginning. They failed us so much, but now you trust them. Do you see the hypocrisy here? Do you see the stupidity? Like, honestly, you, you just come across, I sit here, I sit here and then you get people saying, we didn't close everything up. We never should have closed a goddamn thing. Okay? My opinion, but we, we ignore fact, we ignore science. We really like the science that benefits us. Do you know in Lake Michigan and Lake Erie that the temperature of the water right now is the lowest it's ever been this early? In the season, or this late, or summer, whatever the fuck you want to call it. It's never in the 50s this time of year, right? I Ocean. never knew that, but okay. Yeah, the Atlantic Ocean, the temperature is lower than it usually is, right? So, all this shit, but no, 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 no. It's hot in August. Global warming. Global warming. Yes, it's hot in the summertime. The scientists told you that. So, therefore, it's global warming. I mean, I could sit here and ramble off this bullshit for hour upon hours upon hours upon hours, right? Just constantly go through all the fucking stupidity. So the Earth's temperature has actually dropped three degrees or four degrees, whatever the fuck it is in the last 10 years, right? Global warming. The water in the Great Lakes, colder than ever, global warming. So it's going to snow earlier. It's going to be cold earlier, global warming. So global cooling is caused by global warming. Okay? All right, cool. So, all these people that have coronaviruses, they get marked as a positive number for COVID-19. Admittedly, we try to denounce that, but what the hell is that static? Whoa. Yo. I think that's you. I don't know if that's me. I don't think it's me. Did everybody else hear static too? Maybe missed a fucking cricket. What the fuck? Anyway. So, uh, are we back to the cricket now? Wait, literally, I can listen. <laughs> yes, it's better. So, nevertheless, okay, okay. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I, I gotta, I gotta do my thing. You know, because between you and when fucking yes, go, Herbie rant. calls in, when Herbie calls in, between the two of you, you all talk too damn much. <laughs> Jessica, Jessica, let Herbie know I'm calling his ass out before he even gets on, okay? Anyway, of course I say that with love, but nevertheless. So coronaviruses, right? I don't think it's me. 
I don't think it's me. I don't have a break. I'm not doing anything different. Can you hear me clearly? Just static again? No. I can hear you. No, it's Logan. There you go. Thanks, Elias, for that educational deduction there. You, you, you broke it down. You found the culprit. It's only when I talk? Wait, let me see. People who finally are fucking idiots. No, it's no static. See, I'm not moving any more than I was before. Well, what the fuck? Anyway, so literally it's been admitted by doctors and hospitals and CEOs, Dr. Dumbshit, um, freaking, uh, Burke, scarf lady, right? Mr. Uh, Mr. <laughs> I don't want to assume, right? Whatever. What's her face? Uh, yeah, Burks, who admitted that she doesn't know hydrochloroquine. I've said this before, but is on the International Malaria Foundation board, right? All this shit, right? Even she said 25 to 35% misreporting and issue when it comes to the uh, fucking numbers, right? She believes that she believes that the numbers may be false, okay? But then don't worry, she got she got spoken down to by her Democrat overlords, and then I'm just going to go along with whatever the CDC says. Yes, yes. The CDC also validated the Florida test results where 100 freaking facilities tested everybody at a 100% positive rate at every single facility. Uh, it was more than 100 facilities, excuse me. But again, um, you don't see a problem here? So if you have a cold, a cold, they will mark you as a positive for COVID-19. If you book an appointment for your, you know, your swab up your fucking nose test, right? And you don't show up, not just once, not just twice, documented thousands of times at this point. They've gotten notification after missing their appointment that they tested positive for COVID-19. But you all blindly sit there and you fucking take the numbers and you just, you take it for gospel like they would never lie to me. So you bash the government, you question the government, you say we didn't do enough, right? We're wrong here, wrong there, wrong fucking everywhere, but you'll listen blindly to their numbers, you know? Put a fucking suppository up your ass Wear dish gloves, fucking wrap, what, whatever the fuck it is. You just blindly do it. And I swear, you're some of the dumbest fucking people I've ever seen in my life. You know, I could sit here and I could listen to people say, we didn't lock down fully. But before it was, we didn't lock down, you know, we, we did too many lockdowns, but now we didn't lock down enough and we should lock everything down again. But, oh, they took away my unemployment benefits. So what do you want? This is like the wet dream of the bottom feeders, okay? And the ones that live in their basement and are scared of the fucking world. Seriously. This is one of those situations where the lowest common denominator is just sitting here needing to be terrified, you know, wanting validation that they are okay living the life they live, scared of the world, scared of their family, scared of their house, of the air they breathe. Now, all of a sudden, no fucking mask with H1N1, no fucking mask with Ebola, no mask, no mask, no mask, anthrax, fucking attacks, oh, no mask, no nothing, right? Everything else fucking happened, no mask, but TB kills more people by the tens of millions, no mask, right? No mask, no, no, 
And look at that, those, those fucking funky masks that they wear, you know, and the people in the labs that actually test the viruses and shit. They wear the full body suits and everything else. Look at what they're wearing. Oh, but this piece of cloth over my face is going to keep me safe. But doctors wear masks. What's your argument to that? To keep their fucking germs out of open incisions. Are you really that fucking stupid? Yes, you are. Yes, you are. I, 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 I just, I can't take it. But we diagnose and hospitals diagnose everybody with COVID-19, with this, with that. They bank in up. Oh, you died, heart attack, you died, stroke, whatever the fuck it is, die, tested positive for COVID-19, burn the body, incinerate immediately. I want an autopsy. Too late. We burned the evidence. Oh, they wouldn't lie. You're telling the truth. You're just a conspiracy theorist. You're an anti-masker. You're a, the, the, the terminology. It just, it just breeds weakness and patheticness. Seriously. I see these little fucking masks on the side of the road. Not mask. <laughs> pictures. Like campaign pictures. With the picture of the woman wearing the hijab and wearing the face mask from the bench and the mural in the Colorado airport from 1993 with the little expression that says thank you. Nothing to see there, by the way. Nothing to see there. The mask to say thank you. And then next to it, you'll see the, t- the smallest, tiniest little thing in the fucking world. Biden for president. And they now have Biden for President <laughs> logos with a mask on. Because nothing says strength like seeing an old hobbled senile pedo fuck kneeling down and wearing a mask. I'm Joe Biden. And somebody told Stop. me I put what? a mask Joe on. Joe Biden? What? Like, you know, right, honestly, though, like, weakness, Dementia weakness, Joe? weakness. And I just, I can't I stand you. it. Herbie. I'm Joe Biden. I forgot this message. But I wear a mask because <laughs> I'm a patriot like you. Now get out of my face. Someone told me to kneel. <laughs> this dumb motherfucker. Somebody tell this dumb bastard to stop talking about African Americans. Please. You're trying to be the flag bearer when you're literally the one responsible for locking up Latinos, Hispanics, Black people, so many people have been imprisoned by your bullshit, and every time you open your mouth about African Americans, you say something fucking dumber, showing your true self, sounding like a fucking dumb shit. Just shut the fuck up. You don't even remember if you took the test to test your memory. What the fuck? (laughs) He gets a pass because he puts commercials out where I'm Joe Biden. And being a good patriot and saving America is putting on this mask. Just like I didn't do when I was vice president and 22 million people. He would never speak that fucking fluidly. They they had H1N1, but we don't talk about that. We don't talk about that. Or Ebola, we don't talk about that. Uh-oh. It's all good. The coronavirus is going to kill us all. You fucking idiots. God damn. I, I, I always want to move on from this subject, but how can you? The title of the show, you know? I, I, I just... <laughs> fear equals control. And god damn, do you realize that 
Lebanon level explosions have now happened in how many countries since the Lebanon explosion? All over the world. He took his mask off in public. Okay. So <laughs> all this shit happened everywhere in the world, but you want to talk in virtue signal about you and your fucking mask. I cannot believe how pussified this country and this world has become. And I could go down statistics all day and there'll be dumbasses out there. You just don't know what you're talking about. I'm the fucking expert. I got my PhD on fucking Facebook. I wasn't fact checked, so I wasn't telling the truth. Oh, but this doctor was taken off because they said something against the narrative. They must have been lying. Of course they are. They only spent how much money went to medical school for a fucking 9, 10, 12, 16 years. But what do they know? What do they know? Some internist or some fucking YouTube or Facebook approved dipshit that talks and wears a little medical coat. They're the professional. Or Zuckerberg. They're the professional. Or fucking Dr. Bill Gates. He's the professional, right? He's not a doctor, by the way. But hey, you'd rather get your advice from some fucking idiot that fucking benefits off of literal slave labor, literally slave labor, right? Got all his money, just like great-granddaddy got all his money from the fucking Third Reich and the Nazis, but he just sits back and takes it, but now he's the fucking expert. He owns the sickness, he owns the cure. And you'll all line up like good little sheep and take your fucking vaccine. How many reports about how many freaking medical side effects from the test because we're not doing animal trials, to which I say good, Fuck you. Test it on the people, the ones who preach it the most and believe it the most. Test it on yourselves. Fuck you. Leave animals alone, goddamn. That's my liberal side coming through. I like animals. I always want to say I hate kids, but goddammit, I've always said if you abuse a kid, abuse a woman, abuse an animal, you should be put to death slowly publicly. All right? So whatever that makes me, extremist. Herbie, I've missed you. I would say I would say I'll go to to Logan first, and we still could before you talk, cause he'll get three words in, and then we'll have the cricket. So, you know what? <laughs> Let's get that out of the way. Logan, what do you have to say? What I have to say <laughs> is that everyone's fucking stupid, because like you said, the masks it's just impeding your immune system and also you're breathing in your own carbon monoxide so you're slowly killing yourself anyway and like you said doctors wear them during surgery so their germs and sweat doesn't go inside the open wound that you're they're cutting and slicing and dicing inside what you just did offended me and i am triggered by you well told me go to take me. your bath you My go bath. take your bath in your liberal tears I'll use those liberal tears to uh, clean my gun later. <laughs> you heathen prick. Herbie! <laughs> yes, sir. I missed you, man. I'm not I racist. I have a too. color TV. Oh, shut up. Uh, look, now oh. he's being talkative. Look at that. Herbie, he wants to talk when you're talking. That's my job, not his. I know. I, you know. It, it just seems like everyone feels like coming out of the shell when I'm around. Right? What the fuck is that, man? Look what you do. You bring it out of people, man. You bring it out of people. So I, I bring lots of things out of people. <laughs> so you, you missed last week when we had the Fallout show <clears throat> um, right. from the week before where you, you left before everybody else because you do what you do. <laughs> <laughs> 
but you weren't triggered. So you missed you missed quite a fun <laughs> dramatic reading from Elias and then my response to it last week. It was quite entertaining. Um, me and Wazi, we're all cool. We're going to do a show on the weekend, which ought to be entertaining. But other than that, welcome back. What's on your mind? But real quick, real quick, I'm such a dick. Real quick. When you're out there busting your ass in the heat and doing actual manual labor and shit, do you have to wear a mask? No. No, <gasps> no mask. Get him. <gasps> you're going to destroy the world, you fucking Nazi. I know. What's wrong with you? So, dude, what's, what's uh, going on with you, man? It's only a three-hour show. I ain't got enough time to tell you all that. Mm, I can attest. <laughs> So what's on your mind, man? Oh, nothing. Just uh, seeing all this nonsense about Biden. And I, I can never wrap my my head around the entire situation. It just doesn't make any sense to me. I, I don't even know how we got to the nomination. I, mean, I know how we got the nomination, but it doesn't make any sense. I mean, you literally have a guy on stage that can't even – he'll forget what's on the prompter. <laughs> Kids learn words never through talking through the telephone. <laughs> right? I and, mean, I've never seen such a bad public speaker in my life. Did you see them making excuses that Donald Trump is such a liar that he shouldn't go up on stage and validate his lies by appearing? Um, mm -hmm. And, and I, there's enough idiots out there that believe that. Oh. There's enough people that believe this shit, right? But wouldn't you, if you were the one, first off, and Trump's tweet was spot on, he goes, regardless of your politics, we owe it to the public to go out and debate and explain ourselves to the people who are going to vote. That's right. So if you think he's such a liar, wouldn't you go up there and try to denounce him or, you know, offer your opinion? But this is their, their mask for hiding the weakest candidate they've ever had in the history of their shit party. You know? Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's, well, it's a little hard to go up and disprove someone when you don't have any ability to disprove them. Yeah. I, I just... What, what, are, what, are, what are the freaking talking points these days? Like, honestly, it, it's, it's one narrative now, right? It's one narrative. Oh, yeah. It's it's all the fear porn because they they realize that this asshole cannot say anything about race relations because he is the dumbest asshole prick in the world. All right, he can't speak to it, but he's he's signed the little uh what, what's that thing the the manifesto of fucking Bernie and whatever they literally uh, call it a yeah. manifesto. Like, are you? And nobody sees this. Like, nobody gets this. You can't this. Like, make these things up. They literally call it a manifesto. What does that word mean to you? Right? Like, the fuck? Is it just <laughs> us? Again, I said before, I don't want to talk about individual people, but my God, when this stupidity is running so fucking rampant, how can you not, you know? I mean, seriously, mm -hmm. it is just painfully pathetic, but they're bullshit. Their fear tactics, their constant hammering of nothing and lies and bullshit are literally causing the fucking actual sicknesses of people, mental freaking dis, you know, 
disrepair to shit, people falling apart, suicide numbers. We've we've spoken about this before. This is the problem. We've spoken about this from the very beginning. Suicide up. Sexual assaults up, right? Abused children up. All these things up. But they keep hammering it home, hammering it home. So tell me, South Dakota, well, that's in the middle of nowhere. Who the fuck goes to South Dakota? Um, there's some national areas in South Dakota that maybe you dumb fucking idiots never heard of, but a lot of tourists tend to go there. So they've had over three events with over a hundred thousand people in attendance, and they had not one increase in COVID-19. So explain to me, explain to me how that is, right? But no, 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 no. It's they, they're just a small state and they don't count. Okay. So they don't count. Taiwan doesn't count. Fucking um, Singapore doesn't count. Vietnam doesn't count. We can just go on and on and on. They had one federal event. I don't remember what the fuck it was. Over 100,000 people. The Trump speech at Mount Rushmore had 111,000 people recorded all around the event. Only 25,000, I believe, allowed inside to the bowl. And this weekend, I think they're supposed to have over 200,000 people, if not more, showing up for Sturgis, the motorcycle rally. So 15 cases, right? 15 cases. So it just it blows my mind. But we... We don't talk about that because that doesn't that doesn't fit into the narrative where everybody has to be a weak ass chicken shit dumb motherfucker and believe everything they're told and live in fucking constant fear. So if it doesn't fit that narrative, no good. Okay. Okay. See, this is what happens when I don't yell during the week and it builds up and it builds up. <laughs> And it builds up and then shit just comes out because there's only so much you could take, right? Anyway, continue on, Herbie. I, 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 there's gotta be things you want to weigh in on because it's been, it's been a minute since you've been here. So I want to let you and Cricket Man talk. Cricket Man. And we go to fucking silence and crickets. Jesus Christ. (laughs) What did you do? Go ahead. No, I, I had to unmute myself. Ah. Yes, yes, I try to keep myself muted when not speaking. Look at that. See that cricket boy? I'm telling you. <laughs> Sorry. Honestly, honestly, no. You said you like the cricket. I do, I do. I'm not even going to knock you. The cricket's all right. The cricket's all right. Just do me a favor and get a glass of water and some, some fucking ice, okay? Because... <laughs> You know, we don't have. He should call in at his fucking lunch break while working and just fuck with ice. I think that'll be that. That's that'll be fantastic. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, Herbie, go. I'm gonna stop talking and actually look at the chat room. <laughs> uh, did you uh, did you see the the new thing with with Oprah recently? That one. I, whenever I see Oprah, I usually just cringe and ignore, but what I, I saw the Ellen shit. Um, no, now she was hosting, um, I don't know, some bullshit, um, more or less trying to get people to rally behind the, if you're white, you're, you have a privilege, you know, the whole white privilege thing. No, I missed this one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> it's so funny the comments I see in there. Like I, I comment on some of them, and then the reply I get is always the same: "You're racist." <laughs> I'm I'm trying to figure out why people don't understand that no one individual gets to decide what's racist. There's a definition of what racism is. And if something doesn't fit that, it's not racist. Just because you don't want to hear it doesn't mean it's racist. There's lots of things I don't want to hear every fucking day of my life. I don't call them racist. I don't call them bigoted. I don't call them misogynistic in nature. It doesn't fucking matter. It's just the truth, plain and simple. Mm-hmm. I think we'll be in a lot better position when people come to realize that they don't get to make the rules individually. It just It just doesn't work that way. Well, what's that saying that, um, you know, my, my free speech, does it end where, where, however it goes? I can't, I can't think coherently right now where you're, where you're offended, however it is. I, you know what I mean? You know, but that's pretty much been the, the norm, I would say, for so long now. You know, it, don't you agree, Herbie and Logan, that the same reason why I bitched and got so upset with the Me Too thing? is the fact that I said all the false claims that came out, it was so disrespectful to women who are real victims. And it was it was insulting to the real victims. And some real victims did speak out, yes, but they were overshadowed by the level of bullshit as well. And I kind of feel it's the same thing when you call everybody and everything you don't like, racist, Hitler, conspiracy theorist, I will leave that part out. You know, it's just, it's one of those <laughs> things where it's, it's, it denounce, it belittles people. Like, listen, if a fucking scumbag is sitting there saying, I hate black people, I want them all to die, you know, people like that, well, you're a fucking racist piece of shit, right? You should die. But nevertheless, when you call everybody, everybody you dislike that name, it, it belittles it. And it's, it, just, it devalues. Yes, yes. Don't words still have power? I mean, honestly, isn't that what all this is about? Speaking up, I mean, speaking out. Good. I, I don't think words have the same power that they used to, especially certain words, then that's one of them. Um, and, and to bring up what you referenced, I was, I've never been and never will be a fan of Me Too, which, of course means if I'm not a fan of me too, that means I'm a sexual predator and I rape women on a regular basis. Um, but I don't support the whole you're guilty until proven innocent, especially with some, some sort of crime like that. I mean, has anybody ever heard of due process? Yeah, I know. That's dead now, doesn't it? You know, so it's, it's, it's just one of those things. How do you expect me to, like, okay, if a woman was to come to me and say some female friend that actually I don't even have, well, let's just say I had a close female friend and she came to me and said, I was raped. Okay, by who? You know, I'm going to start questioning. I'm not going to say she's lying, but I'm also not going to sit there and say, you know, yeah, this happened. Let's, you know, let's go fucking shoot the guy. You know, I'm going to find out what she wants to do. Some people, you know, from what I understand, are too embarrassed to even make a, a complaint about it. You know, they're, they're, they won't go and press charges and, you know, so I'm going to ask her, what do you want to do? Who was it? What do you want to do? How do you want to handle it? But I'm not going to automatically just say, nope, he raped her and this happened. It's, well, that's what it's like anymore because women don't want to, like, admit that they were raped. So a lot of cases go unjust if you think about it. But, I mean, I can't 
listen, let me tell you something. If you shoot me in the leg and I don't shoot you back, I'm going to call the cops. I'm sorry, you were just raped. I I, I see no way, and and, and trust me, I mean, any rape victim, I am not uh, degrading in any way. I'm I'm just trying to say that I'm ignorant to the the fact of how, how do you feel embarrassed or ashamed? You were made a victim. Anybody else who's made a victim usually goes and, and, and takes care of it legally if it's a legal issue. Yeah, I just don't understand how being raped makes you feel embarrassed or ashamed. And I, I, I get what you're saying. And obviously, though, I, and believe me, you know, my, my immediate passionate response would be the simple thing of also wanting to say, like, fuck, yeah, you know, there's no reason why you can't speak up. But unfortunately, on the flip side of that, you know, seen firsthand, and, uh, I mean, Jesus Christ, Wazi would be another good example of this, actually, because of the place that we worked and where he still works. Unfortunately, a lot of people do feel ashamed. And, you know, we had that discussion on the Tuesday show, and it was a little touchy because the way people were being preached to by an asshole who's no longer with us, you know, the 18-year-old know-it-all fucktard. But, um, <laughs> it's, sorry. <laughs> but you missed some shit, Herbie. But, um, it, it's... Oh, shit. Whoa. But it's it's true that, unfortunately, women and even men, they do feel ashamed and they are afraid to speak up. And that that's the flip side of this all. And Johnny America, I'll get to you in one second. The flip side of it all is the fact that people also, how they devalue the words and devalue the meaning of people speaking up, they also devalue people enough to make them feel ashamed and make them feel like they're incapable of telling people about when something happens like when children are abused when you know it it, unfortunately it happens and that's and i and i totally get what you're saying and i know i know inherently you're not wrong at all i just see the the opposite side of it and i get mad again it's a bigger picture that when did it become okay when did it become okay as parents as human beings to actually tell women children men that you should never speak about this, or you should, ne- you know, it, it's it's so fucked up, and it's so sick, and it's well, so that's what I don't get. I, I just don't understand it. It, it yes. never made sense to me. Like I said, I'm I'm ignorant to the fact. I've I've never been raped, and any woman that was raped, I'm not gonna tell her how she should feel. Exactly. Exactly. But it, exactly. I, I just I'm just trying to understand. You were made a victim in one of the worst possible ways you could be. What are you know? What's the what's the shame? That's I, what I don't understand. It's it's sad, and Logan will be right back. And Ace calling in. Hang on, Ace. In fairness, I would do ladies first, but I've kept Johnny America waiting. So you might hang on one second. That's perfectly fine. Awesome. So I want you definitely want you to weigh in, Johnny America. What's up, man? What's up, man? <clears throat> so I, I I think with with uh, rape victims, I think it's more of like a personal embarrassment. Like they they feel like somehow it might have been their fault. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I've known a lot of people who have been victims of this whenever I was in high school, you know, mm-hmm. family members. I think for them, it's they, they immediately think I was in the wrong place at the wrong time or, you know, I, I don't know what to do about it. You know, yeah, I could go to yeah. the police, but then what if nothing does happen? And what if they just come back and kill me or whatever? It's or, you know, it, with the parents. Maybe they don't know what to do either if their kid is raped. I mean, I, I wouldn't know what to do exactly at that moment. I would call police for sure, but, I mean, and, Jesus Christ, that's gruesome. 
And that's the sickness of it is the fact that too many people, and that's, that's where I've always wanted people to speak up more on. You're talking about one thing, but why not teach people that it's okay to not be ashamed to speak up and, and to actually address that. But it's like they, they let that go, you know, cause they wanted to use the pain of others for bullshit political reasons. And it's sad. It's sad. And then yeah. also to the chat room before, it's very true. The simple fact that due process, unfortunately, also fails because how many times did that fucking pedophile scumbag piece of shit walk free or a rapist walk free? And then if you go and you fucking kill that person, then obviously you're in jail forever, even though you were the victim. But that person beats the system and then the cycle of shit continues. And it's it's sick. It's it's sick. And that's that. This is like my. I actually didn't mean to go down this road, but I'm happy we did because, again, it's the bigger picture that don't words still have meaning and value and don't people look at the bigger shit, you know? And, yeah, there you go. My mom is telling – for the world, right? My mom put it out there. My mom was a victim. Kit Kat was a victim. There's so many people, and that's the thing, you know? That's the thing. And it's just – it's this personal attachment and the anger in me. And it, I always get, I'm worried that it'll come out wrong because who the fuck am I to speak about it when I've interacted, I've dealt with it and dealt with so many people, right? But I'm always so angry about this. And I, that's why it becomes political when fucking people make it political. And that's where I get angry. And I, I'm sorry, I'm pontificating here. Uh, Johnny, hang on. Ace, I'd love to get you to weigh in. I'm sorry. I mean, to, I'm, 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 I'm ranting today. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Everybody's it's fine. It's fine. Um, now, this is not my attempt <clears throat> to change anybody's perspective. Maybe to kind of get a little, give a little bit of insight from personal experience. Um, it took me a long time to get to the point where I was comfortable speaking about this to anybody. Mm-hmm. So I have multiple occasions in which um, I have been raped, and I can attest to being filled, being made to feel ashamed. Yep. Um, the first time was as a child growing up. My mom. Um, found a new love interest. Um, he was not my biological father. He did, however, become um, my stepdad. At the age of six until the age of 13, I was molested almost nightly. He would come home drunk, high. Um, as a kid at six years old, of course, I didn't know that there was anything wrong with this. Um, but he would have me come downstairs to the living room. We would sit on the couch and he would make me feel like, you know, if you did this, daddy's going to get you this. You do this, daddy's going to do do that for you. And you can't tell anybody. And I didn't know any better. Um, it wasn't until about the age of 13 that um, due to the fact that I was, I was failed in the life of sex education. Okay. My mom didn't teach me. Mom didn't let school teach me. Mm-hmm. Um, I eventually kind of learned things from watching TVs and listening to friends and whatnot. I spoke up and I told my mom, she sent me away for one day to his mom's house. So I went to my grandma's house. Um, by the time that day was over, she came back to my grandma's with my dad and said, I'm a liar. I did it for attention. This is breaking apart the family. It was wrong of me to do this. I got grounded for the rest of the year. Um, later, I was told that I had no choice. When the lawyer asked that I want to be adopted, if I didn't say yes, that was going to be even more grounding and punishment on my behalf. Um, to this day, family denies that any of it ever happens. Um, my dad will do that whole um, extra suck-up thing. He knows he did something wrong, but he will never own up to it. So what he does is he tries to compensate. When I'm in a really bad situation, 
and I really need a helping hand and my mom refuses, he's the one that coaxes her into helping me because it's kind of his way of making up for things. Mm-hmm. Um, as an adult, uh, the first time I was raped, it was um, a situation with somebody that I didn't know. Um, I went to a friend's party. And it was one of those parties that you hear about on TV where things kind of get out of hand. Yeah. Um, people show up that you didn't know. I had just been in a car accident with my mom. Um, I, it was, I was due to take my medication. So I took my muscle, my muscle relaxers, my painkillers, asked my friend if I could go to sleep in her room until, you know, the sleepiness wore off and I was feeling better. I woke up to a man on top of me and inside of me. Nobody knew who he was. I was screaming and yelling for help. Now, friends did get him off, got him out, um, but nobody could have testified, or at least allegedly, nobody could testify to who he was, who knew him, who invited him. Um, I ended up pregnant with my first kid, found out six months later. The second time was literally a year later. Somebody who was supposed to be a friend of mine um, took advantage of a situation and the fact that we were both intoxicated, and it was the first time I had ever actually been shit-faced drunk. Um, he, even though I said no, 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 took what he wanted from me. Again, I ended up pregnant in this situation. However, I spoke up. I went and I filed the police report, had the rape kit done. Um, everybody in our friend's circle immediately turned around and said, I was a whore. I asked for it. I shouldn't have been dressed that way. Mind you, I wasn't dressed any special way. I'm a tomboy. For once, I was wearing shorts. You could see my legs underneath my knees. Congratulations, because my shorts went to my kneecaps. And I was wearing a tank top, so you can see my shoulders. Woo woo. Um, but I asked for it. I was being too flirty because I was just being me, and I was being kind and nice to everybody, giving out hugs and everything else. Um, at no point in time did I say that I wanted anything from anybody And I had clarified multiple times no for him to get off of me. Um, The police report was filed. Investigation was done. He has family members that I was unaware of who are in the police force. And he has one who is a lawyer. Guess who got out Mm scot-free? No charges, no nothing. And I got completely shunned and casted from the entire fucking group of friends because I was made to look like I was making up a story to hurt him when in actuality he hurt me. And I have a child by him, too. Needless to say, I learned real quick what birth control was. (laughs) Yeah. Whatever happens again, no children my way, I'm done. But I just wanted to let you know that it's not necessarily that we try to feel that way. It's everybody else. When we do finally speak up or when we watch somebody else speak up, we watch everybody else shun them so bad. It's always somehow their fault that it keeps the next person from stepping up. And and that right there, I mean, I cannot sincerely say I'm sorry enough for what you went through. But, you know, it look at the person you are today and your bravery that that is the shit that inspires people like me and motivates me. Like I look what happened to my mom. I look, you know, your story, the stories like, you know, Kit Kat, all these, all these different stories and the other experience I've had in my life. It's that strength that truly blows my mind. And, you know, I'd be an idiot to say that, oh, I, I know what you mean or I know, I can't, right? I can't do that. But you sharing that and even the people sharing in the chat room, 
that means more to me than you could possibly know. So Herbie, you, you went down a hell of a path here and I'm happy you did. So thank you for, for starting this, but that, that means more to me than you know. So I cannot thank you enough for sharing. And that's, that's my point. That's my point with all of this is a simple fact that this, this, this culture and this idea that you are in the wrong if you were actually victimized. It's not a new thing. It's been going on for freaking decades and decades and decades. And that's why I, I, I get offended because I see people talk about shit and you see why they're doing it. You, you, you see that the methodology behind it, you know, it's concocted as propaganda and it, it sickens me because I think about people like you, people like my mom, people like Kick, all these people that have gone through real shit. But you don't, you don't get to tell your story. You don't get to be heard. You know, people will make the assumption about you and move on because it doesn't fit into the modern day narrative. And that should never, ever, ever escape us as human beings that you have a right, and it doesn't matter when the fuck it is, it could be 40 years later, you have a right to be heard and you have a right for justice to be served to the people that have done that to you, you know? Ooh. So, Ace, I really, really, really appreciate you calling in and sharing that more than you know. And... Oh, it's not a problem. Like I said, I'm not trying to convince anybody or change anybody's mind, but I've learned to finally live with my story and tell it and hope that one day somebody, someday it helps somebody. No, and that, and that right there, that's, that is remarkable. And that's why it's important for people, you know, the ones that aren't out there waving a banner and shit and doing it all for whatever the purpose may be, you know, sadly, usually the wrong intention. It's important for people like you and the people in the chat room to actually speak up and speak out because people they don't know or they just they they choose not to see it and it just angers me it really does anger me and i I just god thank you just thank you for this and i honestly going back to that show a couple weeks ago that was a complete train wreck clusterfuck that's that was something that upset me so bad that night because it, it just it, it angered me, you know, being spoken to by a little boy, like he's the expert and everybody is a liar. And it's just, you hear that shit everywhere. And I've really, I didn't plan on talking about this tonight. I didn't plan on going there, but I'm happy we did because I, that's what I want this platform to be for, you know? And I think it's important to have those true testimonials in real time, raw, this out there, you know? So, um, real quick, I know we have the messenger on the phone. I want to go back around, but we are coming up on the break in a minute. Thank you, everybody, for reminding me. Um, Ace, anything you want to throw in there before we go to break? Um, no, sir, that's all. Just thanks so much for letting me share it, and thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, you know we love you, and you can stay on. You can call back in, whatever you want. You know I'm, well, I'm going to try to get you on the show <laughs> for a whole show one day. Uh, it's going to happen. <laughs> I'm in the store, so I'm going to drop down, but I'll call back in if I feel being to. All right, cool. Thanks, Have a good night. Thank you. You too. All right. Uh, Messenger, you want to hang on real quick? We'll just go to break real we'll to get that out of the way now, about a two, three-minute break. So, Messenger, you good with that? Yes. Okay, so when we come back, 
We will go to Messenger first, and then I will round the back and go to Herbie, Logan, and Johnny America, and then anybody else wants to call in. We have three open lines. Um, please, 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 if you could, Elias or whomever or Baby Girl, the, the mastermind behind it all, if you want to share the link to the store, I would appreciate it because I would probably screw it up. Um, but, again, you know, we do have the bonfire shirts and merchandise available, obviously, to – Help out with what we're doing here, and that's it's it's moments like these that really inspire me and remind me why I do this and why I started this so long ago because these platforms are important and words do freaking matter. So with that, we'll be back in about two to three minutes. Thank you all for listening to Voice of People USA Radio. Remember, every Thursday night, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Time, every Tuesday night, VOP Roundtable at 7 p.m. Eastern, and every Wednesday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for Rise Above the Noise, and every Friday at 3.30 p.m. for the Stoner and the Jedi on the VOP Network side, and coming soon, Monday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern, the Uncensored Truth on this channel. So we will be back right after this. There we go. I, I got to pick one there. For freedom of thought and opinion. This is Voice of the People USA Radio, where free speech thrives and political correctness dies. Engage your mind, obliterate the status quo. Only free thinkers allow. Your voice is your first line of defense against tyranny. Do not be silenced. Stand by for some politician. And now, Voice of the People, USA Radio. 
We are back live. Shut up, audio. Live, Voice of People USA Radio, every Thursday night, 6 p.m. Eastern. Again, thank you so much for everybody making these shows always so powerful and so meaningful. And I, I, you know, a little behind the scenes stuff, I sent Herbie a message in our group chat and thanked him for bringing up this subject because I've been really wanting to, to kind of go into it from the last time, the last experience. So that was amazing. So thank you, Herbie. And thank you, Logan. And again, thank you so much for everybody who is brave enough to actually share and tell their story. That means so much to me because as I say all the time, words have power and words have meaning. Not when it's for a political reason or there's an ulterior motive. No, truth and words actually matter. And it's important to have that platform to share. So honestly, I don't care how it comes across as sounding lame or whatever. Some idiots would like to comment on Facebook, you know. But I genuinely love the freaking hell out of all of you because you all offer something very unique to this platform. And you're some of the strongest freaking people I know. And I thank you. With that, I will end the lead-in for the second hour. And as promised, the messenger, hello, sir. And thank you for holding on. Uh, I want you to put out your first your first thought or whatever it is out there. Then I'll go back around and do what we do. So what's up, man? So we was talking about uh, being raped is what I was listening to. Yes, we just had a very, a very, very powerful discussion and topic brought up and had some people sharing in the chat room and then Ace sharing on the show. You there, Messenger? Yeah, I'm here, but... Uh, mm. I was never raped, uh, but when I was in high school, there was this girl that pushed me off my bike when I was on my way home, and if it wasn't for a friend, I'm afraid I would have been that day. But we, we got we got her parents, and uh, she was in big trouble. She she I wasn't the only one being picked on by this girl either. Hmm. It's needless to needless to say she don't live in my town anymore. So thank God for that. Any type of any type of you know bullying, harassment, or abuse of any type is just so sick and so wrong. I mean, think of how little a person has to be to do that to other people. You know. So what what would you like to bring up, Messenger? I'm sorry. What what would you like to throw into the conversation here, my friend? Whatever you want to talk about. So how, how do we stop bullying? I mean, I don't think it's going on as bad right now because of the coronavirus and most people stuck at home with not much to do. Yeah, we can tell. <sighs> yeah, yeah. It's bu- bullying. Yeah, it, it's it's amazing. It's amazing to me to see, right? Ace is 100% right. I mean, I I look at it like this. You know, back in the day when, you know, I was a kid, somebody bullied me, you know, I'd punch him in the freaking face, you know. I, I learned later on in life, you know, mind fuck them. Engage in some intellectual intercourse. Own them and destroy them with some wisdom and some words that they're too dumb to understand. But nevertheless, it's it's sick to see how 
it's it's easy to belittle and make fun of. I myself have questioned and had my what the fuck moments because I'm far from perfect, right? But I've sit there and I've I've yelled about you know the weakness, and it was never meant to come across as just trying to be a dick, but it's again it's that higher level discussion that you literally have people killing themselves because of being abused online and it's heartbreaking and, and a lot of people have some very strong opinions on this either which way and it's just it's heartbreaking to think that people would be pushed to that point or how they they are meant to feel that way because of that and it's just it's a sick 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 thing and again it doesn't it isn't addressed enough it isn't addressed at that higher level we always look at you know the incident that's it nobody looks at you know what led to that how can you have that that bigger discussion not make it political not make it you know with with a hidden meaning behind it but rather just legitimately try to help people or try to make them believe in themselves more and be stronger to encounter that shit and just say, fuck it, you don't know me, you're nothing to me, and continue with life. But so many can't do that. And it's just, it, it blows my mind how people aren't allowed to have those bigger and higher level discussions. Because it's just, we, we can't talk about the, the sickness. We talk about the death or the after effects. Why not? talking about the shit that needs to be addressed beforehand before people are pushed to that extreme. And I'm sorry, I'm pontificating. Um, Herbie or Logan, you want to weigh in on what Messenger said? Or even Johnny, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm good, I'll, I'll wait. Um, okay. Um, I, I think with, with bullying, I, I think that really um, starts, def I definitely think it starts in the house. You know, you don't teach your children how to be respectful and courteous of other people. You know, I don't, I don't think you have to teach your children to go out and care about every little feeling of someone's because that's not your responsibility. But just, just be a good person. And that's what you should teach your kids to do. Just be a good person. Don't bother anybody unless they bother you and keep it moving. That's, that's pretty much how it should be, if you ask me. And I think that's where it stems from. You're not taught to, you know, do the right thing, or you're really bullied in the house by, you know, like usually a father figure and sometimes a mother as well. And then you do it to kids in school. So you can try to regain some power. It's like a vicious cycle. cycle. Yes. Repeat the right. cycle. Yeah. I, I think you're spot on. And that's something that, uh, again, I've said that for so long. It's just, you know, yeah, exactly. People don't talk about that that repetition thing, you know, it, they expect people to be strong enough or just kind of, you know, go on meds, go on this to forget. And it, no, change that core, you know, and it's hard to do when so many people just constantly repeat that same shit. I can't for the life of me, I don't have children, right? So again, who am I to say, but I can't say, you know, I would want to have a shit life and then, you know, project that on to my children one day. You know, like even growing up with me, like, you know, I seen my father be a drunk and a pill popper and all this other bullshit. Right. So personal choices. I don't drink. I don't do pills and all that shit. Right. That's just me. I seen how he treated. <laughs> I seen how he treated my mother, you know, but my mother was strong. And, it, you know, it's like so I wouldn't want to repeat that cycle 
and continue it on. But some people, they just, they do it. And I wonder if it's, if it's conscious or subconsciously they do it. I, I don't know. I don't know. So, um, real quick, um, Logan, you want to weigh in? I mean, to go off of what you were saying, like, when it starts, or, um, Dark said, like, where it starts in the home, then they try to regain power by posing in others to others. Because I will admit, I was bullied in high school. I was called Chinese, Mowgli, because apparently I was so fucking dark, because I came from, you know, scummy Jersey. Um, but, yeah, I was picked on high school because of my last name, because apparently I looked Asian. And it was mainly because it was from kids with the broken or homes. They tried to feel more empowered because they didn't like the way they were living. So they felt, hey, let's pick on the smaller kid. Of course, I changed that by beating the shit out of myself, and everyone thought I was fucking crazy, and they left me alone. That's how I solved it. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I was raised by a military father, and he taught me the rights and wrongs, and when I go out and hold the door for a lady or someone, they look at me with ten heads, like, and I tell them, chivalry's not dead. It's just not taught anymore. It's it's true. It, it it really is true on so many levels, you know. And oh God, uh, you, no, you, you brought up a really good point, you know. And and again, when when people and we could get we can get into minutia into the minutia of this. If a man is respectful to a woman, or you know, does something like that, or vice versa, it's always looked at like there's an ulterior motive because so many people, unfortunately, they portray themselves as something they're not to get what they want. But the ones that were, you know, went through shit, but had had actual things instilled in them at a young age about showing respect and this and that, you know, they're they're kind of glossed over, and that's looked at as kind of a a negative thing. That's a detriment to be that way these days, and it's a shame. It's a shame. Um, I was always that, raised to re- respect your elders. Yeah, but it just it, this is never the case, you know. I, not everywhere, obviously, but more often than not, it's like people have lost that. That that stigma, that that sense of self, that sense of decency, it's just it's faded and eroded away. And it was done by design, but over the decades, it's just gotten worse and worse and worse. It's amazing to me. Dan, could I could I add something to it? Yeah, yeah, go ahead, Tony. Yeah, Dan. Uh, just lately, like yesterday, I had a I have a friend of mine that's been going out with this guy for like six years, and uh, she broke up with her with him. It's two years now. And every time it's her birthday, uh, she's, she was fat. Now she's like skinny, looking good. And every time it's her birthday, this guy gives her hard time, get, calls her fat, you're, you're this, you're that. And finally, after six years of abuse, she went to the cops and she finally, f- uh, filled up a report against him because she, it was nonstop harassment, bullying, and men- psychologically, uh, uh, Attacking her all the time. So, anyways, I'm happy that she did that. Talking about bullying to the to, to, to tonight on our subject, you know. So, uh, even in relationships, th- this could happen. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Uh, it's it's been a very, 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 very different type of show, but I love it. I love the, I love that we're talk we're tackling subjects that are really not spoken about enough these days. So, Ace is spot on. Exactly. It's it's absolutely true. Endangered. Like there's, there's so many things. There's so many things that are just used to be common sense or common decency that are now just like on that list, you know, and you're 100% right. 
So, Messenger, before I move on, my friend, is there anything else you'd like to throw out there? Because I want to get go back around the the room here. Well, I I do a online show through Podbean. Okay. I'm taking the month I'm taking the month off this month because uh, Microsoft's supposed to be coming out with a new operating system. Uh, haven't heard too much about that, but. Uh, uh, anyways, uh, during my podcast, I get picked on and called a child molester. I am not a child molester. Yes, I babysit children, uh, because I help parents out. They have to work. They can't find a babysitter. They call me and ask if I can watch their kids. What's wrong with that? I don't see anything wrong with that. Huh. I don't even know what to say about that. That's I, I un, unfortunately I can't speak to what others say or don't. I I don't know. Um, <laughs> that that one's a hard one, my friend. I, I that's a shit thing to be called though. Obviously, uh, I mean that's just rough. I mean I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, what's the name of your show though, Messenger? Uh, right now it's called Request Hour. Uh, I play different music. Uh, people usually can write in and request their favorite song. Okay. Um, sometimes I'll get sometimes I'll get different people from Africa, Asia, uh, other countries on the other side of the world. Cool. No, that's great. Well, hey, make sure. And you know you're you are always we have Ace back on. You are always free to call in. You know, and definitely when you're back up and running, you know, call, jump in and friggin' promote the show, man. You're always welcome to promote here. Ace, you call back in. I want to get you because I know you're you're busy. <laughs> yeah, I did. So he is picked on. He's picked on horribly. Um, he is bullied. They block him from certain shows. And to be honest, it's because he's a bit different. He's an anomaly compared to what the group is used to. It is unfair to him. It is very unjust. But there are a few of us that are very welcoming of him. We try very hard to be understanding. And it is a shame because the bullying is hardcore right here on Podbean. In fact, one of the individuals was literally just in the comments a little while ago. Really? Love that person to death. But they are one of the ones that pack fly right along with the bullying. But now that they're in this show, assuming they're still here, they're not speaking up on it. Mm. See, that's 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 fucked up. And again, like I, I feel bad because I'm I'm not I'm not immersed in the minutia of the Podbean world. You know, like I've I've checked out your show, I've checked out Taz and uh, Slightly Serious, and that's kind of kind of been all I've I've really jumped on a couple other shows. But I haven't really paid much attention. But that's that's a goddamn shame. And that's that shit that I won't. You want to you want to hear mean? That I'll, I'll freaking speak up on that shit. Well, no, it is. It, it sucks, and I feel very bad for you, Robert. And just know that you do have people in your corner. Um, but it's sometimes it's very hard to be the different one. I know I grew up the different one, Amen. and you just gotta. Don't let them get to you. Honestly, stop feeding into it. When they are calling you this, don't ask them why. Don't even respond to them. Ignore and keep on moving because eventually that kills the fuel that's in their fire and they'll move on to the next person. Truth. And now that I know your name, I can, 
I can stop calling you the messenger because I, I hate doing that shit. But no, I, 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 I hate that. But no, Robert, honestly, man, yeah, that I'll never tolerate that shit in this platform, and none of the other hosts will either. So you are always welcome here. You're always welcome to speak here. So, and I mean that sincerely from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. Definitely, definitely. Don't ever, don't ever hesitate to call in anytime there's an open slot. Call in because you know I like when you call and the topics you bring up. This is about what maybe the fourth time you've called in, and you always add to the conversation. So I appreciate it. And never, 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 never hesitate to speak on anything that's on your mind. But. I totally agree with Ace. If somebody's fucking with you, they're beneath you. You know, you're you're bigger than that to go down to their level to even respond. You don't have to defend yourself. How you live every day is, you know, proof positive of the type of person you are. Never forget that. And yes, it don't help that I'm visually impaired. I can't help that. I was born that way. I only have vision out of one eye. There's no. There's nothing. There's nothing wrong with you. You know what I mean? And that, honestly, that's, that's, that's where I draw a very big line. Like, I, I've said it before about, you know, pedophiles, rapists, animal abusers, things like that. But, you know, when people make fun of handicapped people, that's where I, I, I lose my shit in a, in a most vicious way, you know, because I, I can't tolerate that. So, don't even I, worry about I'm it, Robert. I've tried to get a job in the real world, but I can't because I end up slowing the company down too much. And if they don't fire me, they just let me go. No, that's so, bullshit. I, mean, I, 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 I love to work, but, uh, yeah, seems like it never works out. That's wrong. Robert, 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 don't they have special programs in your area that, that uh, hire people that, are, that have a handicap? They do, but I can't can't get a job right now due to the coronavirus. It would not be safe. Who knows when that's going to be over? Well, soon. I I think it's soon. People say it may never end. It's going to end. It's going to end. Be positive. Robert, honestly, something something I'm very, very big on, if if you ever... If you ever encounter any type of, you know, honest to God, just being treated differently because of who you are by an employer, whatever it is, call into this show or send me the info and I'll put them on blast publicly because I have no shit. I, I'll do it. I don't care because that's bullshit, you know, and anything, anything I could do. And I think I speak for all the hosts here. If there's anything we could even help with in trying to find you a job or something you could do, just let us know. We'll, we'll do it because that's, that enrages me. I, I, I can't stand that. I'm so sorry. Well, well, my favorite job is to fix computers and or work with children. Mm-hmm. Now, when I say work, work I, I'm not a therapist or anything like that. It's a, I like to take the kids for walks because the parents can't always do it. Or they have me take the kids to the park so they can get some exercise and play. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that at all. You know? It's just right now I I can't take too many out because of the virus. Because the parents are like, well, I don't want my kid getting sick. I'm like, well, then fine. You can come over here and visit. Now, you're, you're doing something out of genuine love in your heart. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Well, 
we're going to talk about this further. So we're going to talk again, Messenger. And if somebody could even, if somebody could send me your info, I, I, the man is on the line now, Eric Kirk, and he, he knows everybody who is anyone. But even if you could possibly, if you have any info for Robert, because I'd like to get his email. I'll email you his email address, okay? Thank you. Thank you. Um, and and you, and I do have your blessing to send that to Dan. Do I do I not, Robert? Yes, you can give him both email addresses just in case I don't, because one I check more than the other. I'll do that for you. Um, but you. I will chime in like right quick on like the whole coronavirus subject because we know the media is going to harp on it till they're practically blue in the face. But then one thing I'm going to echo my friends and co-host slightly serious on is um, after the election, they're, they're, the media is not going to talk about coronavirus anymore, regardless of whether, regardless of the direction the election goes in, because that's their MO. And um, and then, again, Ace, thank you for speaking your truth on your, your story, and thank you, Robert, for speaking your truth, because people need to know that y'all are not alone. In fact, nobody's alone in this, because... Um, I know what it's like to see kids be bullied and picked on in schools, and schools, you know, don't seem to want to do anything about it, and they have these zero-tolerance policies that are supposed to be so good, but I think at the same time those zero-tolerance policies have also, in essence, did more harm than good, because cause then you have these perpetrators who um, then pose as the victims, like that, that the victim made them do it, which I think there's no excuse for that. I agree. Because I... I, I believe bullying does need in, but I know there's that that bullying is not going to go away. But but we do touch on good subjects that it, it all start starts at home with the family because these behaviors are learned. Yes, I. I but I just thought I'd get that off my chest. No, I I appreciate it, and you're 100 percent right. And again, I I cannot thank you all enough for for bringing up these subjects because I, this is the stuff that you know I want to hear about. I want people to talk about because I think it's just, there's not enough of it out there. And again, I don't, I don't hear all the other shows and everything else, but I think it's, you know, we want to offer something different here, a different place for people to actually speak up on, you know, like the, the friggin' the audio intros say it, right? No matter how funny and shit like that. But again, it's a place for you to come in, speak, scream, curse, go deep. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? That's that's what this is about, and that's what this should always be about, and protecting the sanctity of a platform where free speech is uninhibited and completely and totally welcome. And I think it's important to have that. So, um, um, and I will tell you this as a, a viable life lesson: the opposite of ignorance is enlightenment. Amen. If you've learned that antonym in the English language arts classes in school. Yep, I know you're 100 percent right. Somebody else want to weigh in here? I, I I heard somebody. I'm sorry. I'm about to drop down into the comments and 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 y'all you have a great show going on and look forward to the Thank rest you, of it. Uh, Eric. Thank you always, Eric. I'm um, see you later, Tony. Right. <laughs> I just see have, later, I just have a ra- Dan. I just have a, a rant to do today. Can I speak? Of course. Yeah, I just want to just make a little comment. You know that uh, Trump put a 10 percent. Uh, Tariff on our aluminum t- today, but at the end of the day, the, the that that tariff it's going to hurt who the Americans because almost all the aluminum comes from Canada, if I'm not mistaken, 
And at the end of at the end of the day, you guys are gonna pay for it. Anyways, that was just my two cents about that. Yeah, I, I, no, and I I appreciate you weighing in. Honestly, this is this is one of those shows where I kind of feel bad even for my uh for my first half hour of just ranting about everything and screaming and doing what I usually do because I think this show is kind of like sub political today, you know, and uh, the tariff stuff. You know, I can go into that all day. There's good and bad in it, Tony. So it's it yeah, it's it flips back and forth. It's it's a literally a fifty fifty with that shit, you know. So that's something we we'll discuss that on Tuesday if you want, Tony. We'll we'll bring okay, that no up. problem. Yeah, make sure to don't lose your your spot on that, on that one. And, <laughs> you know, but knowing 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 the way Trump does the tariffs because he's very calculated with that. Honestly, it'll probably yeah. be gone by next Tuesday. <laughs> but regardless, <laughs> we will talk about it. Like, <laughs> yeah, God. We'll see. But, we'll see where it, where it goes. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, let's see. Uh, I don't. I don't want to leave anybody out here. So, Johnny, I know you've been sitting a while. So, my co-host, I'm sorry, but um, Johnny, you want to weigh in on something here? Uh, please feel free to talk. Well, I mean, I guess back of back to the bullying thing. I mean, I was bullied once, one time, in high school. My freshman year, it was like, because I remember I got, I ended up getting suspended uh, on my fourth day. And this kid comes up behind me and he's like messing around with my backpack and, you know, he's, he's like kicking my feet. And, it, you know, it's not like this kid's like, you know, like really messing with me. I'm like, hey, man, you can cut it out. Like, just leave me alone. Just trying to go to class. And he starts making fun of the clothes that I'm wearing. Right. And I'm like, I'm, I'm not wearing, I'm not somebody that's super in tune with fashion because I just don't really care. Um, and he starts, you know, pushing me. I'm like, don't push me, you know, and he starts pushing me more. So I ended up snapping. Right. And <clears throat> I broke his nose straight in the face mm-hmm. and hit his face against the locker. And then he was down. That was the only time I ever got bullied. And then I got suspended for that. And. That was, that was that. I mean, I never really dealt with bullying because I'm 6'2", 250 pounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was the one time that it happened and I, I dealt with it differently. I probably wouldn't do that today because, you know, catch a case. Yeah. <clears throat> but as, you know, I, I would definitely agree that your self-confidence and how you handle things goes back to your your house and your pa- and your parents and your family and the way they've raised you. <clears throat> yeah, so that's that's all I gotta say on that. No, and I I appreciate that and I think that's a hundred percent spot on. And even to what Ace just dropped in the chat room there, yeah, in the same way, you know, <laughs> when people would bully me, I'd respond that I'm the one kicked out of school or whatever the case may be. And yes. And Jamie's spot on as well. Different day and age now. God help you if you do that, you'll be in jail. But it's yeah. it's true. It's and it, and again, it leads to the the bigger point of all this that people see the reaction, but they don't see the opposite side. What caused that? You know exactly. So, and and I think that that's that's something that is so neglected, just on so many topics, so many things in today's world. So. Oh, man, I appreciate it, and um, I want to I want to keep moving around here because I'm trying not to pontificate too much. But Herbie Logan, please chime in, and then I want to go to uh, KitKat0213. Well, I, I don't. Uh, 
I, I definitely don't advocate any type of bullying in any way. Um, I still just don't understand the whole process of it, I guess. Like, I don't think everybody can be made a victim of bullying. I mean, that's just my opinion, I guess. Like, like for example, Dan, I don't think you could be bullied. Mm-hmm. Well, they tried, but yeah. You know. I don't, I don't. I don't think, like, I think it's also a mentality thing for the victim. I think there has to be the right mentality to be susceptible to bullying. I mean, I could be completely wrong on this, but I've had, you know, you know, Delaware Valley was not always the friendliest school of, of, of children. To say the least, yeah. <laughs> and I've had, I mean, you know, obviously I've never been physically bullied. I've usually always the biggest one in the school, mm-hmm. but I've been verbally, you know, I've, I've had people try to verbally bully me back then in high school and middle school and, it just never worked, you know, it never, it never got to me like that. I mean, yeah, I mean, I would always, especially in the younger years, I would always sit back and be like, man, what why these people don't like me? But I never put that much thought into it to where I would ever have considered ending my own life. You know? It, it's. I think a lot of it's social media today, too. Yes. Yes. And. Because it's not. Well, social media plays a huge problem. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a constant problem. I mean, you can get, yeah. You can get bullied at school and then you go home and you got people still bullying you on social media. I mean, I never understood why you don't just turn social media off. Right. I never, I didn't get social media until like two years ago. And I actively seek out to get into competitions and to get into debates with people because I enjoy it and I like going toe to toe with people. Sometimes I get bullied, but then I, I deliver it back. Um, but on social media, people are ruthless. They are ruthless. Like really. Well, the other thing is too, I mean, on social media, my child, when she's old enough to, you know, be on any type of social media platform, I'm going to be her friend on every single platform. I'm going to know exactly what's going on and who it's going on with. There's not going to be any secrets. Right. And her phone's not going to be locked either because if her phone is locked, she doesn't have a phone. Period. Yeah. If you want to lock it in school, if, if, if they allow you to take it to school or you want to lock it while you're out with your friends, fine. When you come in my house, your fucking phone's going to be unlocked. And if I want to go through it, I'm going to go through it. But I'm going to do this so that way I know exactly what's going on in your life. I think a lot of parents don't press hard enough. And, and you know, that that's the thing. And, uh, Johnny, I got to ask you, if you don't mind, how old are you? Um, 25. Oh, okay. So you're all right. Because I was going to say, me and Herbie. Yeah, because me and Herbie, it's Eric's 35. Because that that was something I was going to bring up, too. And I I won't stay on this too long. So I want to keep moving because this is just an awesome, awesome, awesome show tonight. I think so. But Herbie, it's so weird because when we were coming up, right? And yeah, you're, uh, I think, what, two years younger than me? Right? I'm 37. I'll be 36. Yeah, okay. So, but when we were coming up, there was, there was no social media. You know, it was, it was a whole different world. You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's amazing how, and that's why I'm so happy we went from the one topic to this topic because I think it, it, it kind of interplays with each other. It's just, it's so different this day and age and i think it's for us it's not i wouldn't say harder to understand but we look at things differently because you know again i i I admit it Mm -hmm. first clearly when i hear about people you know being bullied on social media and cutting their wrists on camera and live stream i'm just like you know what the fuck is wrong with you but then i got to step back also and think that again for us 
you know, and amen, Taz. Amen. Um, I think back to our day and age that we had to be strong regardless, you know, because we were getting the shit real time in person every day, whatever it may be, you know, and it's just one of those deals where we had to step up and put an end to it right there, you know? So for me, my first exposure was later on 2007 when I started holding the rallies around the country, right? And then I see all the attacks in the newspapers, but then online, online, making up the lies and the stories and attacking, you know, attacking my mother, attacking my, you know, all that shit. And I was always the one where I waited to these people who were saying this shit. They're there at a rally to to protest me and everybody's like, stay away from them. I'm I'm charging after them. Like, say it to my face, fucker. You know, that's just me. So it's different for us, I think, because... We're looking at it from a whole different way, a whole different perspective, because it, it makes us sound so freaking old. But it's it's strange to think how in the freaking 90s to early 2000, I mean, social media was not a thing. I used to laugh at people then, like, you know, like the Bonnies of the world with the uh, the freaking online journal. I'm like, why are you putting your life out there on the Internet that nobody cares about? Nobody's ever going to read. That's never going to take off. Little did we know, right? <laughs> but it's just... It, it blows my mind how it's just, it's so different just from when we came up to the now, you know? And that's why I'm always the person where it's like, I want to, <laughs> I want to be that person that just says, <laughs> I'm sorry, I looked at the comments between Jessica and Taz, who's also on the phone, you're, you're both fucked up. <laughs> I'm sorry, but in a good way though. But it's just, I'm always the person. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had to go there. I see that shit. My Tumblr got to go, okay? My Tumblr got to go. <laughs> well, back in the day, though, it wasn't even a Tumblr. It was, like, literally an online journal. And I used to laugh yeah. at them, like, what are you doing? You know, like... Legit a motherfucking Microsoft Office yes. sheet. Like, yes. All yes. your feelings. Yes. <laughs> You know, and I, I, I just, uh, it's, yeah, it's like freaking MySpace. Okay, first off, here, I just want to put this out real quick, real quick. Um, KitKat0213, I want you, I want you to say your piece because that's important to me. So, would everybody mind just hanging on for a few before? Because I want, yes. I want her to. You good? Everybody's cool oh, with that. Girl. There you go. There you go. KitKat0213, because I will not put your real name out there. You have the floor, and don't be nervous. If if a freak like me could speak into a, a phone for hours and hours on end, don't worry. You'll be fine. Yes, girl. You're a young lady. You got this. You got it. Thanks, guys. Can you all hear me okay? You're good. Yep. Whatever okay. mic you're using, give it to Mike. Anyway, continue. <laughs> And I promise there will be no ice clinking involved. <laughs> Wazzy! <laughs> Where is Wazzy? He entered the room. But I, I, he's working. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, so um, now that I have the floor, thank you for letting me call in. It, um, the topics you were talking about, they kind of hit close with me. Like I've said in the comments, I entered a close encounter with rape from a bully that used to attack me when I was younger. I wasn't so much like prepared for it, although I 
did know that it was going to happen eventually. Um, the kid, I figured, you know, they probably had stuff going on in their lives, stuff going on at home, other people messing with them, but it still hurt a little bit. And especially when one day I was waiting for gym class right after lunch in the fourth grade and the kid that used to bully me apparently at lunch when I was in the guidance office decided to tell my best friend that he was gonna rape me so that was lovely and I had to find out from one of my best friends in the world about this now I was lucky enough that people actually believed me you know that's cool I had the right people in my corner so that was a good thing. So how but, old was this person? Know, Older than you? Same age as me. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that was lovely. But you know, the bullying just kind of faded, but it still goes on. It's just other people, and I've realized that's just a thing that's going to happen in life. You know, people are going to criticize you. They're going to say. Oh, you're overweight. Oh, you're this race. Oh, you're this sexuality. Oh, you're this gender. You have this political view, whatever. I've just decided to deal with it at this point. And now I don't know what happens on social media. I don't have any social media platforms. I don't plan on it because I see the problems that my friends have with it. So that's, I can't really speak on that, but. I just no. figured I'll put in my two cents. No, 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 no. I, I'm, I'm happy you did. And, you know, I've wanted you to come in for for a long time because, um, you know, at 14 years old, just so everybody is aware, you know, very, 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 very smart girl. And obviously, oh, I don't care. I've known you for how long? Jesus Christ, I'm aged. I, mean, oh. I don't even know. Anyway, <laughs> my God, I am ancient. But nevertheless, you know, this <laughs> is – this is, but this is a, a good. Hey, I, I'm ready in PA to welcome anybody. This is just saying. Um, with with you coming up in this day and age, so even though you're smart enough and you're not engaged in the whole like let's live my life online and uh, you know all that shit, but how much does it affect the people that you're friends with? You know, I obviously you have a higher IQ than than so many, right? And I'm not just saying that, but it's the truth. Right. But how do you see it affect the people and impact the people that you're friends with? And, and Chaz is right. Adults waste too many, unfortunately. But how does it affect the people that you're you're with on the day to day when you're in school, when you're allowed to be in school? Things like that. I'm curious. Does does it does it consume their life? Does it affect people or are people moving on from it? You know what I mean? So are are people that you're friends with are they feeling it and feeling hurt over what people are saying online or whatever it may be to such a high level or are people kind of just over that now? I'm curious because, you know, with your age, I'm just, I'm wondering how it is this day and age. Well, there are some people in my school who aren't exactly friends with me, but they're more like acquaintances who it does run their life. They live on social media in and out of school it's just how they live and they take things on social media to heart and i've seen people take 
like 25 million different selfies in school just so that way they can get just the right Instagram post. But my friends, they developed more of a tough skin Mm -hmm. because they've also experienced bullying inside of the school around other people. So once they got social media and people start leaving those negative remarks for them, it's like they will notice it and they'll be like, okay, that sucked, but they won't let it hurt themselves too much, except for this one friend of mine who she doesn't have so much of a tough skin because she's grown up with it for so long with the bullying and the negative remarks and everything going on. Her self-confidence is an absolute disaster. But it's not the social media part that really hits her hard. It's more of the combination of things happening online and in school and at home that really just screws with her. So still the human element, the the in-person shit, it's still okay. Yeah. And, and I, I, I appreciate that. Cause again, like I was saying, because you know, and again, I go, I go back to Herbie cause you know, for the record, I've known Herbie for <laughs> forever. Um, 20, by almost 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I just, I, I keep deferring to him because you know, we came up during just, it, it's, it wasn't that long ago, but it's so damn, different, you know, and it, it just, it blows my mind. It blows my mind to see what people are subjected to. And I think, I, I know Johnny is still on the line, but what he put in the chat room, is 100% correct. You know, stop looking for the validation from everybody else and accept yourself. Like me personally, I, I could say, and I know I speak for the whole when I say this, we don't give a shit if you are, you know, you you call yourself or you think of yourself as one way you live one way nobody cares you know i i say that you accept people and view people for who they are as a human being you know again that's why i get mad and and kit you've heard me do this rant for so long but i get mad when people like even the the little things like when they the media says you know uh black white this that i'm just like what about human you know, what about a person? Mm-hmm. When I see a person, I'm colorblind. You know, I don't, I don't see the color. I don't see their orientation. I don't see this is a man or thinks he's a woman or vice versa. I don't see any of that. I view the person and judge the person by who they are as a person. And I just, I, mm-hmm. I fail to understand where that disconnect has become so, so strong. And that's why this is great for me because it's a learning experience and, Again, Herbie, you know the same thing. I mean, here's and and Kit, you're doing great. I'm sorry, you know I talk too much, even with you on the phone. I, I I'm sorry. It's okay. I honestly don't care. It's your show, man. <laughs> yeah, she's validating <laughs> me. But no, but Herbie, going and, and Taz, I'm gonna let you speak. I promise you. Um, no, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> thank you, Herbie. When we were coming up, right, going to school. Honestly, this is the irony of it. You know as well as I do, we had we had gay guys, gay women, people, men dressing in women's clothing. Did we oh, yeah. ever... We, we didn't even... It wasn't even a thing to us. Like, it didn't even... Like, surely you can attest. Like, did, did we care? Did we see those people getting bullied or picked? It wasn't as rampant 
as it is now, right? No, no. I mean, it was, it was, it was, it was always, of course, someone here, someone there. I mean, yeah. You know, gay people have been, have always been bullied by someone. It's just mm -hmm. kind of the way I see it. Nothing has light until you shine light on it. You know, mm -hmm. nothing's gets attention until you make it have attention, and that's why. Not to change the subject, I guess you'd say, but to revert back to what, you know, Morgan Freeman said, and I know it's like 50-50 with him, you know, half the people love him, half the people hate him, but how do you make racism go away? Stop talking about it. Like, yeah. you know, obviously, no, it's not going to truly go away if you stop talking about it, but if, you know, it can't die if you keep giving it life. And, and that's, and that's the thing, you see, and I, and I agree, I definitely agree with what you're saying to a point, obviously, but also, on the flip side of that, then I see the conversation that we're having here, you know, and then I say, you know what? It's okay to talk about these things when you're actually, you're having a conversation like this. Like you think we're coming up to the third right. hour already, okay? Like we're literally coming up to the third hour and we've touched on so many subjects we haven't really touched before, right? So mm -hmm. I, I think, I think, and, and I'm not disagreeing with you at all because I, I get where you're, I know where you're coming from and I, I'm with you there. I just think that if you're going to talk about it, this is how you do it. You know, you, you right, have substance to the, to the talk. Correct. Have people come on and just, and we mm -hmm. didn't solicit anybody to come on and tell you a story, but it's happened. And I think that's powerful. And yeah, we don't have that kind of money. Yeah. Well, exactly. And it's, it's the <laughs> truth though. It's the truth though. Like still waiting for my money. Oh, dude, you got a long way to go. Uh, <laughs> yeah. When Podbean, when Podbean pays us out on PayPal and we get our $20 for all the thousands and thousands of pod points, we will split it every way and give you the remaining 10 cents, Logan. That's okay. As long as you keep bringing the 10 cents, you, you keep bringing the cricket, you'll get 20 cents. But. I got rid of the cricket. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But, 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 you know, I think. I, I just think back, and this is where I was going with this kit. I, you know, I always try to round back in a little bit of a way. But it's just amazing to me how just that many years ago, which wasn't all that long ago, and it's just amazing how it's a night and day difference. And you look at the contributing factors to that. And, yes, there's always going to be that in-person bullying and that, that evil shit from, from lowly people. But it's just amazing to see the influence of social media and – what it's what it's done and how it's injected a cancer into society you know and that cancer you know that shit it doesn't it doesn't care if you're republican democrat black white asian you know latino it doesn't it doesn't care it's just this constant need and this constant poison on society that it just needs to inject and infect everyone on everything and cause that division and people aren't able to talk like this and that's that's where I was going with that. So, Kit Kat, before I before I, I bring Taz in here, before we go to our last break, I want to know: Is there anything else that you want to throw in there? And I really appreciate you coming on and talking. You did fine, Sue. See, it's easy to do. See. Uh, I just want to say thank you for letting me on. It's amazing, and I'm really grateful for you guys actually letting me speak your mind. I know. You guys probably have a lot better things to do than just sit around and listen to a fourteen-year-old. Hell no! But... Hell no! <laughs> Not really. I listen to a I listen to a five-year-old most of the day. <laughs> Ooh, that's rough. But also, oh, wow. 
Go ahead. I agree with Dan when he says that, like, they don't care if your name is Jar Jar Binks, you have yellow skin, you're seven feet tall, 330 pounds, and a liberal. They will bash you. That's yep. all it is. They gotta just see that everyone is different, no matter what their sexual orientation is, no matter what their gender is, whether they're, you know, it doesn't matter. We're all humans, and that's how we should be treated. Amen. That that's perfectly stated. I I completely agree. And you never, you never, you never have to say thank you for for coming on. And I'm I'm happy you're on. And you know I've been goading you for a while to do this, so I'm happy you did. And I'm happy you're comfortable enough for coming on here too. So thank you for that. And no problem. With that, with that. The one and the only. We have eight minutes to break. I'm sorry. I gotta be trained to do the break with the boring ass music. I'm sorry. But Taz. Taz. What's up? <laughs> What's happening? What what is up with you? Man, let me just start off by saying, Kit Kat baby girl, you so strong and everyone cares, honestly. Don't ever think that people are just making way for you. You belong where you at, baby girl, okay? Speak your peace. Amen. Couldn't agree Uh, more. Yeah, period. And honestly, the whole bullying thing, like, it really pisses me off. Like, coming here at six years old from a third world country, Mm -hmm. and my mama ain't got no fashion sense. So, you know, I was (laughs) an easy target, okay? I barely spoke English, but I was like, y'all better wait. A few months later, I was in there. I was like, okay, what was that you were saying? Listen, I was not playing games. I would always talk back, but I was always scared to fight because I, I like, I assumed my parents would freak the fuck out, you know? Like, oh, you're yeah. getting suspended from school, da da da, you know? And then, like, one day I was just like, you know what? I don't care. And, and you know, people will, will try and pick on you and say little things, and, and that's fine, but, like, you can't you can't let people like target you constantly. You know, you gotta say enough is enough and like honestly, when that trigger switched, I was like, I'll fight any of y'all. I'll fight all of y'all at the same time. I don't really care. Mm-hmm. And and as soon as my mentality like completely changed, I was like, fuck it. I'll yeah. fight. If I gotta fight, I'll fight. Actually I'll probably hit you first. Let's you be honest. Don't, you didn't let them own you. And that's, Hell and that's no. exactly, that's the biggest thing. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It was always sneak dissing too, like with, like, you know, like the African, black, African American, like, there's a, there's a weird beef there. You know, like, there's a disconnect. And, and it sucks because it's, it's definitely cultural, but it's like, dang, like, what the fuck? You know, and yeah. it's always been, it's always been something, you know, like the little jokes, the sneak diss and like, oh, ha ha, you African booty scratchers, like saying shit like that was so normal back in the day. And it was just like, ha, okay, yeah. I got your African booty scratcher, bitch. I got you. No, but honestly, like once my mentality switched, I didn't, it was no going back. And I told my parents, hey, if I got to fight, I'll fight. If I get expelled, suspended, whatever, I'm fighting. And I'm not fighting just to, to slap somebody around. Oh, I'm fighting. We fight and fight. Yeah. And and that's like really my stance on that. If my daughter, I wish she would come home and be like, mommy, I'm being bullied. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. 
and and it sucks because some kids lose their fucking life like fighting because they're being bullied they're you know so it's like you got to be careful and that's why i really really am 1000 percent for teaching your kids how to defend themselves teaching your kids how to fight and fight well because a lot of people are so relentless like and and you know sticks and stones yeah 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 but yo words hurt i'd rather somebody beat me to a pulp than hurt my feelings Mm -hmm. honestly so it's like if you gotta fight you gotta fight and i'm not above fighting kids i'm not above fighting kids listen oh you feel some type of way tell your mama to pull up oh oh your mom's not around your dad your grandmother i don't care somebody gonna get it or i'm gonna have to whoop your ass (laughs) it's it's that simple you get one call baby who you gonna call (laughs) Cause it's, right? it's fucked up. Like these kids are losing, they're losing their their peace of mind. They're they're going through this time the third, contemplating suicide. Hell no, over my dead body. And it's not even just my kid. Any kid, honestly. If y'all need me to take care of a bully, hit me up. Yeah. I'm all and, for it. Cause these kids don't, they don't have respect. It, and that's and that's where I wanted to go with this because again, this this just falls in line with the. The bigger narrative thing here, whereas mm-hmm. what you're saying is exactly how I feel. And then, you know, societally though, societally, I don't even know if that's a word, but it, it, it is now. Right there, you go. The environment is though that you know. Again, I don't have any kids, so who am I? But I feel the same way as you do. But now, if if we said that, then we're now the bad people because. We want the children to defend themselves, and that makes us bad people. Why? Why? Yeah, because Would, it's, it's fun, though. And, again, where where did that become a bad thing? Like you would Because people want to barely raise their kids and send these fucking heathens out here to terrorize other people because they're not they're not fucking taking care of their their kids needs. They're barely yeah. there. And I get it. Some parents work to the bone, and I get that shit. But check your kid. Yeah. And it's it's so true and it's so spot on and I just I can't for the life of me understand. So you would rather watch your child beat up, hurt, be uh, depressed or suicidal than teach your child to defend themselves or stick up for your child. I just I can't grasp that. And I, it'd be and I the coldest motherfucking day in hell. I tell you that. Mm mm. to fight, bro. That's the way it should be, you know. And I. And I know, like, obviously from your own words, from you, from Ace, from Jessica, from Baby Girl, from Kit Kat, you know, I mean, Jesus Christ, even even when I was growing up, and, and granted, I didn't get bullied much because I was a, a loudmouth prick and I would, I, I didn't care, I'll fight you. But, you know, my mother was the same way. She taught me to be strong. Yes, and mom did. She stuck up for me when I was young. She stuck up for me. Oh, when I was older and being harassed by the school. Yeah, she did some fucked up shit to the principal. That's what I'm going to say with that one. But, okay. but that's a whole other story. Taz, you would. I'll go down the whole chain. <laughs> Taz, you I'll would greatly enjoy it. <laughs> if, you, if you heard, if I got my mom, my mom will never call in. But if she called in and told some stories, I, I, I don't know. Who would be my mom's spirit animal? It's a combination between Taz and, and Ace, probably. Uh, <laughs> She's a boss. She said from that one time I ran across her in the chat, she a real one. Yes. Yes. She's mm-hmm. good people. I, I, sorry, Mom. I'm shamelessly plugging you, Mom. Sorry, Woofy. Um, <laughs> 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 anyway. 
Anyway, all right. Yeah, Listen, I, we're we're coming up on the final break, so everybody want to hang on, and I'll go yeah. right back around. Well, okay, okay, okay. So stock music forthcoming. You all know the drill. <laughs> yeah, I'll go to some really bad Podbean music. There you go. Oh. Is so fucking bad, I can't. whining, sniveling little apologist? Are you a psycho babbling snowflake? Part of the victim culture and all of the global elite that want to destroy our God-given freedoms? Are you a pussy? If so, turn it up, because we love pissing you off. This is Voice of the People USA Radio. Engage and rage and rage. Pure, unadulterated truth guaranteed. This is Voice of the People USA Radio. And this is Dance Mariglio. Welcome back. To voice of the people you are saved radio live every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern and I swear to God I did not have that created for a vanity thing the dude is just awesome at doing that professional sounding radio shit and he just threw that in there like ah my name attached to anything is evil oh. I had to play that are <laughs> you a pussy a pussy <laughs> that's my shit <laughs> I love it! And, 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 and shout out to Mike Jacobson for saying many weeks, oh, many, many months ago, I think people will be offended if they hear that. You shouldn't play that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. Welcome back, everyone. Right? We are in the third hour, and it is going by really, really fast. And again, thanks to all of you for, for just making this. This has got this has gotta be my favorite show. I, 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 I love this. I love everything we've touched on tonight. I really, really do. And it's because of all of you. So thank you for making it better every week. But you guys really, really, really bring bring the shit. You bring the topics, you bring the depth, you bring the passion, you bring the rawness. I love it. 
I love it. I love it. And if you are one of those people that brings that passion and brings that rawness and brings that rage, sometimes you get a chill. And if you get a chill, you should wear a hoodie found exclusively at bonfire.com slash store slash VOP USA radio hyphen radio hyphen store. There you go. There you go. Yeah, buy that shit. And if a hoodie isn't your thing, we have t-shirts. Don't worry. We have t-shirts found exclusively on bonfire.com slash store slash VOP USA radio store and all that good shit. So please, please, I hate begging, but consider, consider purchasing something where the money goes back. The cut of the money that we get, like Podbean, Heathen Pricks, goes That's back right. to what we are doing, right? Thank and you, asshole. to building, <laughs> di- di- fucking amen, going back to building our 24-7 streaming platform, which is coming soon, and hopefully all you kick-ass people will consider doing a show or doing shows or whatever it is once we get that launched. And then when we get donations and any show, you get to say, that's my shit. And fuck you, Podbean, taking 99.9% of that. But you know who doesn't take that much? Right? You know who doesn't take that much? You know who doesn't take that much of a percentage of a cut? Bonfire.com slash store slash V-O-P-U-S-A radio store. That's right. They only take like like a 60% cut. That's a lot better. So there you go. Your credit card not out? Are you a pussy? <laughs> a pussy. <laughs> yes! Yes! There you go. We're gonna have fucking Taz, we're gonna have Taz record some of our, uh, promotional things. I think that'll be great. Listen, I'll still talk to, to us too. now, okay? Right? I think it'll be good. We got Elias to do it, and we got, we'll get Baby Girl to record some commercials as well. She, she'll never do it. She's too scared to do it. She just helps mastermind the shit. And she is responsible. She is responsible for the creation of the store as it is. So as me and Elias sat there like, how the fuck she do that? Baby girl was like, I got you. And they're like, damn. You better put creative damn. director on your resume, baby. You certified. Right? right? Kicking some ass. So I'm just saying... I'm just saying. Oh, don't worry, Eric. I got, I got slightly serious hooked up. That that guy who does ours, he's gonna give us a a good rate because I said, listen, I really need some voiceover shit and intros and commercials for everybody else because they're probably feeling a certain kind of way. So it's coming, and I'm gonna get slightly serious to hook up with anybody else who wants it because that guy is funny as shit and cool as hell. So I'm done pontificating, ranting, whatever it is. I just want to enjoy this last hour. So before we round back, because who the hell have I ignored the longest? And I don't mean to do that. I'm sorry. Probably it's between Logan and Pete and Johnny. So I'm going to go back to one of you shortly. But Taz, <coughs> anything you'd like to interject before I go around the table? Um, if you can't fight, shut up, Wazzy. Windmill like a motherfucker, okay? Windmill, because one of them gonna land. If you have a book bag, use that motherfucker, and I hope it's heavy. Put some motherfucking oranges in a sack and beat their ass. Do what you gotta do by any means necessary, okay? Make sure that you don't, you know, don't don't aim for the neck or nothing, you know, because you might kill somebody. But fight, okay? (laughs) Fuck these kids up, man. (laughs) 
<laughs> and I'm done. Yes! Yes! <laughs> Yes! Oh, this one goes on way too long. Oh, Stop! Stop! Yeah! Win the Amen. No, you were spot on. Thank you, Taz. So now I'm going to go you. back. Don't, you don't have to hang You don't have to hang up. I'm just saying. You, you, you like to drop off and come on and, come, and disappear on me. And Ace, and Ace gets a pass. And Taz, you keep leaving me, but it's okay. I'll Don't, be here. You're I'm hang not out. going nowhere. Be on mute. Okay. Okay. There you go. So going back. All right, Logan. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. Where? Where no, are you're you? Not. Are you with the cricket? Uh, I shut up. No. And by the way, <laughs> a shout out to Wazi who's listening while working. You dick. That was one of my shortest intros to the third hour ever. So <laughs> kiss my ass, Wazi. You should have called in and freaking yelled at me, but you did it, did you, dick? Much love. Anyway, Logan, <laughs> what's on your mind, man? What's on your mind? Brick in the purse or a rock in the book bag? Just saying. I don't know if book bags are still a thing anymore, but ah. You know, I'm an old man at 37. Logan, go. What's on your mind, man, on everything that's been going on? <laughs> yeah, Wazzy. What, you are what, an old what, man. Do, what do you want to weigh in, man? You shut up, man. I'm if sorry. I'm old, you're, you're, you're catching me pretty quick, all right? I'm Dan, you're saying, only man. old because you were the road guard on the right when Moses parted the Red Sea, okay? <laughs> you weird, strange motherfucker. You know that? You really are. <laughs> You really are. You you chime in with some odd shit. That's all I'm saying. I try. Okay. Oh, yeah, Wazzy, that's true. I don't want to say I'm old or anything, do I, Wazzy? Anyway. Wazzy's pretty (laughs) Oh, so he was part of the Ten Commandments walking down? He's the reason why there's only ten? I think he helped uh, carve them into templates, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> he was the one that would he would he would uh let let go and let some shit drop and we had to pick up the weight while he went and served drinks to everybody and the ice was clanging. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so <laughs> Alright. And hey, hey Wazi, real quick, don't worry man. Those those Hell's Angels are still on their way to port. <laughs> they're, they're taking a detour in Sturgis this week, but they're on their way. They're going to get there and say, wait, where the fuck did Chaz go? Did we miss I, it? Oh, damn. They're, they're kind of anyway. doing the, the coast of South America, and they're coming back up. They'll get there. <laughs> yeah, they'll get there. They'll get there in time. Fucking social media. The bikers are coming. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the bikers are coming. coming. The bikers are coming. You look like Mad Max. Uh, that's right. <laughs> right? Anyway, all right. I, I'll bring it back to a serious level here. I, honestly, I, I said it, you know, at least, at least and their bikes floated. They hit water, too. That's all I'm saying, man. They're, he says they must have made three trips around the world already. Yeah. Yeah, they got some Elon Musk motorcycles and shit, so they're, they're taking the detour <laughs> to fucking Portland through the Atlantic, through the you know Mediterranean. It's all good, but they anyway. fixed the Barren Strait. <laughs> yeah, just for that. <laughs> so, so freaking Logan, what's what's your thoughts on everything we've been touching on tonight? Because I think this has honestly been a really important show, and I think it's really 
it's been powerful for so many reasons. So I got to ask you, because like you put in the chat room before, you being 25, how did it affect you in school? Was, was social media a big influence as well when it came to like the bullying and shit? I know you talked on a, you touched on it before, but I, I, and this is me just trying to, to literally take it all in. I'm just curious with the, the gaps here, because only a few years can make such a difference. So. Yeah, true. I mean, social media wasn't really a big thing. Like I said, like, I had a fucking MySpace in, like, sixth grade. But, like, my parents didn't really – they tried to keep me away from technology. So I didn't really have a social media until maybe, like, ninth or tenth grade. But with the whole bullying, I, like, I still saw it with other people and other friends in high school and watching them go through it. And I sat there and played Dr. Phil and tried to help them through it as best I could, even though, I, you know, I don't know psychology. But – it's it is a big thing like and i would see kids get picked on like i'm not gonna mention any names there's one girl that i remember in high school that tried to hang herself and, I, <laughs> and people made fun of her as because when she tried to hang herself the tree branch broke when she tried to do it and she got made fun of more for it saying that god didn't want her nor did satan and she eventually succeeded in doing what she was doing by cutting up the street. Um, but social media is, it's a dangerous thing and humanity's not ready for it. One of those many things that weren't Jesus. ready for. Um, mm-hmm. It's the world, humanity's gone. It's fucked up. I like to quote Mr. Paul Harvey, if I were the devil, like yeah, he speaks. He speaks so kindly of it because we're not taught the good or the bad or the good and bad. We're not taught any of that anymore. Parents are trying to be friends with their kids and not teaching their kids from good and bad and how to be a decent human being to other people. And I'm, this I'm is both of my kids. Go ahead. Yeah, huh? and oh, and yeah. I wanted to. I w- I wanted to ask you, uh, Logan, because this is something, uh, Logan and I discussed because he had the idea of playing certain audio clips and then kind of, uh, breaking it down and see how it's aged. And that famous, I guess, reading or I don't know if it was a speech. It was a, uh, segment on a radio. It was what from 1963? 65. And 65. Okay. And Logan had the idea that we were going to play it and then break it down and see how it's played out over time. So I, I don't know about you, but I never actually got the MP3 downloader for that. So that's something that I need to do because I totally forgot about that. I didn't forget about it. I just didn't have the MP3 uploaded and ready to roll. So I I definitely want to revisit that because that's a powerful thing. If people don't know what we're talking about, you can YouTube Paul Harvey, If I Were the Devil. And that's something where I would suggest – and I see – I see Kat in the chat room there because we were – we had mentioned this last week actually. So – it's something that I suggest people actually go and listen to and just listen, listen to the content and the words being spoken all the way back then and how it plays into the now. It's, it's some freaky shit. It, it's, it's deep and it has a long, a long shelf life, you could say. And just like I say with the, the classic Twilight Zone episodes, I mean, my God, I you heard the scream of, it's true. You you heard me scream about it for how long? The obsolete man, you know? 
and I literally just think essential, non-essential, essential, non-essential, you know, obsolete, obsolete, not obsolete, you know, just from so long ago and how it played into where we're at. It's, it's, it's frightening on a whole nother level, you know? It's always frightening. And that's something we got to work on, though. That MP3. I want to. I want to do that because that's a very good idea, and I think it's worth playing. Um, anything else, real quick, Logan? I just want to jump to Johnny quick and then go around. And I see Cat is on the line too. Very cool. And uh, there you go. So, anything else, Logan, at the moment? No, not at the moment. It's all yours. Cool, cool, cool. Johnny, sorry. I, I know you've been you've been silent for a while, my friend. Anything you'd like to weigh in on all of this? No, I mean, I, I'm good. I'm just kind of listening. I mean, I think I, <clears throat> I think in my family we just dealt with bullying in a different way. We we were yeah. brutal about it. I mean, my little brother more more specifically. Um, yeah. So I mean, I, I never really just experienced bullying that much. There was a a kid who committed suicide at at my school. Um, but I mean, I, I went to such a huge high school. I graduated with uh, four thousand people in my class in in my school in general. I graduated with nine hundred people. So we, I just didn't know the kid. I, it just there was just not a whole lot of stuff happening at my school. But the stuff that did happen, I think everybody kind of got brutal with it. <clears throat> there was the the only bullying that happened was kind of like bad bullying, but the bully responded with brutality. Yeah. That's about it. I mean, I'm just sitting here listening. That's cool, man. I, and I, I appreciate you interjecting. And please, never ne- – I, I, I cannot thank you enough for everybody not screaming over everybody. You know, at times uh, it happens. I get it. But that's really, really, really cool. And I appreciate you just sitting there silent waiting – but never hesitate to say, hey, I'd like to say something, because otherwise, as you learn, I don't shut up. And I, <laughs> I want everybody to speak, but sometimes I just go on and on. Shut the hell up, Irby, and shut the hell up, Wazzy. Shut the he unmuted. <laughs> don't. Don't. Anyway. You ice chipping. Thank you. <laughs> From the chat. Um. So let's let's go back and Herbie. Anything you want to interject real quick before I go back to Cat and then Taz and then oh I, Robert's on too. I, oh shit, man. Actually, he never went. That's true. He just stepped away for a minute. So that's mm-hmm. awesome, awesome, awesome. We got full lines. Look at that. Look at that. So anything you want to throw in real quick, Herbie? Uh no. I think uh, I think the show's been moving along nicely. Uh, like you said, we've touched on a lot of great topics. Normally, it's a lot more. Um, hodgepodge, I guess you would say, but we've actually kind of had some, mm-hmm. some good structure and we've hit on a lot of different points and nobody's gotten offended yet, so that's a good thing. Yeah. Well, I'm no, here I... now. <laughs> <laughs> you don't, you don't get the, no, 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 you don't count anymore. Listen, you were, you were essentially mine and Logan's co-host for two hours last week and I was telling everybody how, how freaking awesome of a conversation we had and I, I did. I actually went back to last Thursday a lot, and I said, "Look at that." I mean, here's here we are, two people with you know different 
opinions and beliefs and shit, but how many things we had in common and just the fact that we went so deep on so many different issues. I thought that was priceless and quite frankly, if I may say, good radio. So yeah, Kat, you 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 don't get to say that anymore because we went God there. Damn. Yeah, yeah, you've been blown, my friend. You've been blown. The the cover is blown. No more. So you can say whatever you want. I'm a raging, screaming anarchist, whatever, whatever. And we sit there, we talk about everything, like two freaking people sit down, freaking eating dinner together, having a shit talking session about whatever and life, you know? For sure. God, I'm ranting. So, Herbie, yeah, you missed you missed a good one last week, man. I know you were freaking out doing OT and shit, but last week was was really cool. We've had some really awesome shows, honestly. We had some really really good shit, and um. Well, now that I'm here. A lot of big... <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I pay Herbie one compliment now. He's going to run with this shit. Oh, See, man, honestly, I am. That's why... You're going to call me Usain Bolt. <laughs> yeah, you said everything in motion, man. Uh-huh. All right, so real quick. Kat, I want to go to you, and then I got Ace back on, and then Taz, and then Robert, and... Jesus Christ. You're at 821 already, so go ahead, talk. What, what's on your mind? I don't know. I was just listening to the talks about bullying, and I was I saw in the comments that people were saying um, take self-defense classes. And mm-hmm. I want to push back on that a little bit because, generally speaking, I think that the best way to learn how to fight, how to defend yourself, how to, like, you know, get accustomed to that sort of thing, as someone who's trained in martial arts for many years now, is... Um, you just kind of got to fight. And I don't mean fight like in school. That's that's the dumbest shit you could possibly do. What I'm saying is that you should join a gym, a proper gym that is churning out fighters at local kickboxing, MMA, boxing, uh, even Brazilian jiu-jitsu competitions, and just go balls to the wall with that. Spar, uh, head to other gyms to spar, uh, you know, compete in competitions if that's something that you're okay with. Of course, be careful because brain damage is a motherfucker. Uh ask any old boxer, listen to them speak for five minutes and you'll know why you want to limit your sparring and competition. But I think like generally speaking, that approach is going to be much better for you uh, as opposed to taking self-defense classes that abstain from competition because you don't really get... There's there's a level of violence that just can't be achieved in sparring or rather it shouldn't be achieved. You know, you should... Sparring should be a time to learn. It should be a time to test your skills, to... You know, build a bit of rapport with your teammates, test your cardio, work positioning, distance, and so on. And competition is where you put it all together at, you know, at full speed, full power. And typically speaking, in self-defense classes, they don't really do any of that. They usually kind of teach you, like, hey, I'm just going to punch the student in the throat after throwing this kind of whack elbow. And then, like, you know, maybe knee him in the balls if I'm lucky, and then it's going to be all good, and I can just chill. Or I'll get, like, grabbed from behind, and then I'll elbow him in the fucking, you know, in the ribs, and he'll just let go. But, like, anybody who's done jiu-jitsu tells you, if they got their arms around your neck, they're just going to fucking squeeze the shit out of your, you know, out of you until you're out. And it's really fucking hard to get someone to let go once they've already got the grip. So... That's just kind of like what I what I wanted to bring to light. That if anybody's dealing with bullying or any sort of things, you know, join a Muay Thai gym, an MMA gym. You know, just just learn how to you know just use your body, not even necessarily just your hands. You know, just 
get a feel for how you're supposed to move, get a feel for being active, get a feel for what it's like to have someone, you know, actually try to put you out. Yeah. And, you know, not too much, but it's, it's, a, it's a healthy mm -hmm. experience that I think everybody should, you know, consider. No, and you're, you're spot on. I think, and I could kind of relate to what Taz was saying and I'm sure others out there. For me, it was just like I just went straight like, you know, well, it was basically like street mode, you know? I'm just going to whoop your ass however the hell I got to accomplish it. You know, that's kind of – that's just – right? That's how I was. And it was funny, and, and you're right. Like I, I didn't really do any special freaking training you know, here and there, but doing the boxing shit, like, you know, and not boxing people – but actually doing boxing training so many years later, it was like, oh, shit, that's how I should have punched people, you know? Right, it's right. Like, yeah, and that's how I should have moved. That's how I should have blocked. Yes. That's how I, you know, it's it's yes. all those things that make you kind of a wizard to people that have never trained. Correct. It's it's interesting, right? Like, you, you actually learn, well, shit, now I can fuck you up legitimately, you know? Right, right. Like, I could really players. hurt you now. <laughs> exactly. That's awesome. Right, right. No, I appreciate that. All right, so real quick now, I, I, I don't know what to do here. I'm, I'm kind of torn, so. Acey boo, talk. Uh, uh, there you go. She made it easy. Ace, go ahead. How are you going to throw me under the bus like that, Taz of Hand? Uh, hey, I was, it was between you two. I didn't want to play. Uh, Alright, so as that kid that was the military brat, switching from school to school to school, easy target, everybody always picked on me. I will say that. Um, it was nice being the kid who took kickboxing. Um, I learned how to defend myself. I learned how to properly hit people without necessarily causing the possibility of damaging them for life. Um, but I will say that I won't disregard taking those self-defensive classes if that's all you have the money to afford at the time because they do teach you some decent techniques for the fact that most people that attack you um, really don't know shit. They don't even know how to defend themselves. Yeah. But... Um, Taz, if I ever fought you in school, bitch, I would have beat your ass. I'm about to start swinging your arms. One of them is gonna land. Girl, you got one that pulls hair too. I know how to motherfucking fight. Motherfucker, I'm from Sudan. You heard that? You heard that? Round one. Fight. I'm with that. There you go. That's definitely gonna have a pod being MMA tournament. I don't. I don't. There you go. There's no fighting fair. Like the fuck? There was this one chick, right? Best. Bitch, I still want my one. So she was like talking <laughs> cash shit, like basically some complicated story she came up with in her head how I wanted her boyfriend. I'm like, girl, fuck wrong with you. So I was like, you know what? Just there's no need for this. Let's just fight. So she was like, I'll I'll meet you after school. I was like, we can fight right now, but okay, that's fine. Mind you, my mom got me this motherfucking belt from Burlington Co. Factory, and that shit was like, it was straight up fucking metal. And I was like, uh, I'm gonna use this shit right here. I'm gonna use this shit. <laughs> so, I'm waiting after school. I'm like, yo, I'm about to kick this bitch's ass. Never showed up. Um, nah. She just got on the bus. I was like, alright, bitch, I guess I'm gonna get on the bus too. <laughs> and you know, kinda like, it kinda just like cooled down, and it wasn't that serious, but like, you, you don't fight fair. Whatever you got, use that shit. Cause they don't give a fuck about you. 
they really don't. When people are fighting, they're they're in a different state of mind, man. They don't give a shit about you. You're pushed to that point. It's about it's about winning. Yeah. It, it, it's yeah, you know, and I I totally get that. Damn. Every fight, it's either you Damn. or them. I guess the way that I look at it is that, generally speaking, having proper footwork, learning how to measure distance, learning how to put on various covers, learning how to move your head is going to serve you a lot better than, you know, just grabbing something and turning it into an impromptu weapon. Because I'm sure as Volpus here would, uh, that's... Fuck it. Would, would agree with that. <laughs> Generally speaking, if you're hard to fucking hit, most people will probably gas out and you can do whatever you want to them if you know oh, yeah, just yeah, yeah. where you Right, like. Ali style. For sure, well, that's, that's for sure, yeah. Well, that's Hell what yeah. I'm saying, is like, learning that footwork, learning those distances, learning those angles, learning how to, you know, just learning how to fucking move is going to serve you mm-hmm. much better than most, like, self defense places. Because that sort of thing is gained through sparring, it's gained through various drills, it's gained through just having someone that knows what the fuck to do that has been there so many times you know uh, teaching you that sort of thing and well right and that's also another thing is that like relying on people to be incompetent at fighting it's kind of like playing Russian roulette there's going to be one dude who's been scrapping you know, since he was little with his cousins, as you said, or, like, on basketball courts and shit. We've all seen it. There's Every time we look at, like, Street Fight videos, there's that one dude who it's, like, you look at him and it's, like, does, does he box? No, nah, he doesn't. But, like, you can see that movement. You can see that sort of, like, mm-hmm. I like to call it hood boxing. Like, you can see those kind <laughs> of movements developed over time. And some people will really, you know, they'll put you on your ass if you're not ready for, like, a sustained fight. Like, the way that I describe it is that you want to be prepared to fight forever. You want to learn how to conserve your energy as much as possible. You want to learn how to absorb the least amount of shots as possible. You want to learn how to just build layers of defense that uh, will serve you over a long amount of time so that you can fully flesh out your offense. You know, you uh, Correct. Yeah, you, you build like a nice high cover if they start hitting you, you know. Once they gas out a little bit, maybe you start rolling and bop, there's a little uppercut. Bop, there's a straight. All right, now let me let me uh, build some distance. Let's see what it, he does. Jab on the way in. You know, just like you want to learn how to make people hesitate more so than just I'm going to go in and just throw everything I can possibly have in like it, two seconds. You see, that's where, where what you were saying before and I said, like, you know, I always said Ali and Tyson – two best ever and you know Ali was the one that you know, he'd, he'd help you would beat yourself before he would take your ass out you know and that's how he moved and then there was Tyson that methodology just I'm gonna go and kill your ass you know and that's how he did I, it with just, pristine just, defense though oh god yeah but that's that's how I just like you know, attack 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 even when we had the rallies like I was saying earlier in the show with the people out there who threatened to kill me online but there they are standing there I'm running I'm running right at them and they're running away you know, and it's like, you chicken shit. You know, like, let's go. You know what I mean? But That happened for me at rallies, but it was probably on the wrong side for you. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. Yeah. Like, you got to do what you got to do. No. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> anyway, that's, that's so great. Now, Kat, I want, I want you to weigh in quick because I, I know we're running out of time here. But uh, just kind of like 30,000-foot view, if you will, 
Um, what's your opinion? Because I know you're you're in your twenties, correct? I know yeah. you said that. Yeah. So my my question for you is, how impactful do you see it now? You know, at your age, with the social media influence and the the way it affects people and control. And what I mean with that is how how do you see it affect people when it comes to like the cyberbullying? Is it still just as big as when you were in school? Is it bigger? Is it worse now? And then in closing, what do you think is lacking there with teaching people how to just be stronger than that? Like what where is that disconnect these days? And you're and your opinion. I know I'm throwing a lot at you and just saying, hey, give me a two-minute no, no, response, good. but <laughs> you, this you is get what I mean. I've, I've been thinking about this a lot as an anarchist. So for one, I would say that it's cooled down a little bit. It was more like a thing, like, when I was young, when I was, like, 12, 13, when, like, Facebook and shit were, like, first making the rounds. Like, that's when I noticed I felt it was a lot worse then. But, like, it's kind of like the Wild West. You don't shoot at somebody unless they shoot at you. That's, like, kind of the attitude that I've noticed, like, around my age, that, like, most people probably won't fuck with you on social media unless they have a real bone to pick with you. That isn't mm-hmm. to minimize the effect that it has. It just it feels like it's cooled down just a bit. Like, the, the, like people are past that just fire indiscriminately at all, at all times age. But... Got it. Right, so... How do I feel like it's impacted people? It's still pretty ma- It's a still pretty massive influence on people's lives. You know, that's your networking opportunities. That's, you know, that's how you could get a job if you if you uh, know how to leverage that right. That sponsorship deals, like you know, it, it's it's a huge money making opportunity and it's a huge just like networking opportunity for a lot of people. And yeah. because of that, I feel that like uh, a big issue is that kids don't necessarily know how to distinguish between business personas and learning how to network and learning how to, you know, act responsibly online and then just kind of being fucking crazy on it and then, you know, losing out on a bunch of opportunities later in life because of it. So with that, with such an importance on, with it being such an importance on people's lives, I don't think it's necessarily made people weaker. I think the issue is that, and, and here's the anarchism. I believe that uh, social media is a sign of atomization under capitalism. Um, Marx specifically uh, wrote about this. Uh, his idea of atomization under capitalism is that eventually, when you outsource enough labor and when you basically detach people from the uh, duties of society enough, they become highly individualistic because they never have to think about their communities that they're in anymore. They're mm-hmm. just, well, they're atomized. So an example of this would be, uh, there was a French play, I forgot what it was called, but it had Marx, you know, sitting down with his family and having, a, you know, just eating some chicken with, the, with his daughter. And he stands up in the middle of, uh, you know, of eating and he says, you know, I just realized, I don't know who made these chicken, chicken and eggs, you know, before, before industrialization, I would have known the butcher that have raised this, the farmer that would have raised this, uh, you know, the merchant that would have sold it. The the ver- I could contact the packaging agencies before it reached me. You know, like I could have known everybody in close proximity that was involved in getting this piece of chicken to my table. And the personal touch is gone. Yeah, exactly. So 
And so he goes on to say that this could be this this could possibly explain the highly individualistic attitudes that we see under capitalism because pe- nobody knows who the fuck anyone is anymore. Uh, for most people, uh, the the grocery markets just kind of fill up by themselves, and nobody knows what the fuck's happening. Nobody knows who's who's running their water. Nobody knows who's making their clothes. They're just kind of gaining currency points to buy X commodities. And I think that's, I think social media is kind of the final step there. And that's, you've essentially commodified human interaction and have atomized it from one another. Of course, it's not fully atomized because you can usually meet most people that you could follow on social media, especially if they're people in your local community. Hence why I think a lot of it's calmed down because most people on the internet interact with strangers. Hence, you know, like this podcast. And, you know, that kind of disconnect has made it a little bit safer, per se. Like, you're not really going to be harassed as much anymore. You're not really going to be, you know, if you're just kind of keeping your head down and you're not really saying anything that's rocking the boat, you'll be fine. But, like, for example, if you're into politics, you're you're probably going to get a little shit. But that's kind of the, the, you know, that's that's what comes with the job. So, yeah, that's just kind of like my little two cents on it. No, it's good. And, and again, that's, that's something that I, I genuinely appreciate. Again, even though, <laughs> even though we, we come from those opposite sides of the spectrum, but it's, I get what you're saying completely. And there's a lot of that, you know, I agree with, obviously. And I think it's something that Johnny said before, um, God, probably about an hour ago, and I agreed with, and I know when Tass was talking, we spoke about it briefly, but, it's one of those deals where maybe you agree. And then after this, I'll, I swear I'll move on to somebody else. I, I promise. But, uh, <laughs> we it happens. Talk too long. Yeah. But, um, I, I gotta ask, you know, do you think it's more important to be accepted by the whole or to accept yourself and be comfortable in your own skin? Oh, I think happiness is fully exigent on you being happy with yourself. There, I don't, I don't think there's anything that can really replace that self-love, self-confidence sort of thing. You know, I think the ideal person is someone who can sit alone in an empty room and just chill. They don't, they don't get worried. They don't get, they don't get too bored or they know how to manage their boredom healthily. Like, if you throw someone in a room and they start freaking out and they start, I mean, assuming this is all consensual, of course, if you're getting kidnapped, it, you know, it makes sense to freak the fuck out. But, <laughs> Assuming that someone, yeah. Yeah. you know, puts themselves in the room and they don't get depressed, they don't get lonely, they don't, they don't get, you know, bored as fuck and start going stir crazy. I think that's the ideal human being. Someone who can just fucking chill and just relax for a good, like, three, four hours and be perfectly fine. If you're someone who immediately says, oh, I want to smoke or I want to go talk to somebody or I really miss, you know, X person or, like, you get really fucking anxious. I don't think you're necessarily a bad person. You just kind of got to figure out what's making you feel these things. Is it insecurity? Is it, you know, addiction, as I subtly hinted to? Like, it could be literally anything. But I think that, like, yeah, uh, you know, there's some things that everyone needs to solve, you know, for themselves. Because I could tell you right now, I would get bored as fuck in there, and I, would, I wouldn't be able to do it. But you know, mm-hmm. if you can, I, you know, more power to you. You got you got some mental clarity and mental solace that I, you know, most people don't have. You know, 
And I think that's that's a journey for everybody. There's no universal answer. I don't think there's one single path to happiness, so to speak. You just yeah, kind of yeah. got to find what lets you be at peace with yourself. Spot on. Thank you. I appreciate that. See, and this is why he and I spoke for two freaking hours last week, and Logan was busy being a dad, but it's all good. He was there, though, just like Logan is here now in the chat room, but not talking. Logan, talk. Say something. I feel bad. <laughs> Hi. What, 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 what is this? Uh, Logan. Oh, yes. my God. Do you want to weigh in real quick? Um, what? <laughs> you want me to weigh in? That was a lot there. There went that, yeah, there went that idea. <laughs> Jesus, man. It, this is, don't, don't let Logan fool you because uh, even with him being younger than me, he was somebody I could sit there and shoot the shit with for hours upon hours upon hours. So, He's just quiet on podcasts. He let us. He lets his uh, cricket do the talking. Sociopath. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, yes. When you tell me that, I'm gonna leave your ass alone. You gonna come back to kill my ass? Hell no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Ooh, like, yeah, no. like people were saying in the chat, like, what is normal? Normal is what you make it. If people want to sit home alone and be by themselves and be antisocial, which I do every now and again. People think that is like it's weird. It's weird. It's psychopathical. Oh, he's playing on committing or doing something stupid. But who fucking knows? And the whole thing about fighting, fight the way you want to. I'm the type of person that will pick up a rock or a stick and not use my hands because I don't want my hands to break. Or I'll just shoot them because <laughs> you know <laughs> shooting <laughs> solves everything. <laughs> oh God! Exactly. Well, you you even made Wazi say Jesus. That, <laughs> that right there. This is why I don't do guns because, like, no, no. And I'm 27 years old, baby. I got. I'm tired, babe. Okay. Has to be out shooting. <laughs> With it, bro. Oh, this is great. Taz would right. shoot Listen, everybody. I, I, I know it'd be awesome. <laughs> Taz free. All right, before before I I go back, I feel bad, Robert. Listen, I, I, if you're still, I know you're there, but please, my friend, weigh in. I I I feel bad that we haven't gone to you in a while. That was not intentional. Were you did, were you talking to me? No, I was actually talking to Robert, the messenger. Oh, okay, uh, you completely caught out. I didn't hear nothing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, quiet. Quiet. just sorry. straight silence. Oh wow, look at that! I, I was having. Bye, Wazi. What's up, man? He's he's leaving. Let's go back to work. Um, he's gonna go check no, some I more ice. I, Yeah, I know. I didn't know I went silent there, but I was just gonna say, Robert, I'm sorry. Um, it's been a while, so. I want you to have a chance to weigh in again before we, we go around the room again. Uh, what about human trafficking? I, I've heard a lot about that, but I'm not really sure what it is. Oh, that's a complicated subject. Uh, that's kind of you know what? 
That's yeah. That that one. Damn, Robert, you you There's just dropped those big ass bombs. That's like getting into <laughs> geopolitics and shit, and learning the different yeah. laws and stipulations and shit. It's a lot. Hey, um, here's I don't know how to to quickly summarize that. Taz, you you want to weigh in quick? I uh, not Taz. Uh, Ace, I'm sorry. That shit is fucked. I bet. It is fucked. Yeah. I I don't know what to summarize that. Is that people taking people, I, I, kidnapping them, and using them and selling them for other things. I mean, it, 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 it's been going on for like centuries. <laughs> But it is yeah. deadly life, and it is an American way too, as well. Even though we like to pretend it doesn't exist and shove it under the rug. Oh, it does. Yep, 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 yep. yep, yep. That's something, it, Robert. It's a, it's a very, very, very deep subject. So what I'll do is I'll actually, I'll bring this to the table for the Tuesday night show, for the round table. Uh, there you go, Elias and uh, Tony and everybody else. I'll actually bring up a, a point on that show, and we could touch on that because i know mike will will go off on that but that's a very 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 diverse and just deep topic with you know 15 minutes left in the show there i i, I don't want to touch on that because it's not it's i can't do it shortly he summarized it pretty good but it's it's some deep shit well right. what about slavery uh, what about slavery is that still happening nowadays yes yeah, around kinda, the world oh, God, also yeah. here in the states around the world the prison system <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, 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 yeah. I, I thought we got that taken care of when we, what was it, won a war or something? That was a great uh, misconception. Oh, no. <laughs> well, that's, yeah, that's, that's assuming you agree with the guy who won. <laughs> what it's, guy uh, would have that been? Uh, Lincoln. <laughs> it's man, Robert, dude. He's got to be an honorary guest in the roundtable on Tuesday, because you're, you're bringing shit like this, my friend. My God. <laughs> no, it's honestly, though, you know, to not to discredit or belittle what you're saying, because I, I don't by any means, but that's something, again, where just, that's such a big conversation. But no, slavery still very much goes on all across the world here. I mean, it just, it's, it, it's, uh, that's so deep. It's horrific. It's, yeah, I mean, my God, I, you look at, and people, I, look at it like this, I mean, in a way we could say that we all contribute, unfortunately, and yeah. whether we choose to or not, right? But, all right, like, Ren, I'm using a Samsung right now. I don't know the working conditions in South Korea, the factories that make the phone, but I imagine it's something fantastic, right? But oh, it's a Samsung, I'm sorry. App, if you think if you think, if you think the factories in Korea are bad, I mean, just look at where they have to mine up half the minerals for this shit, you know, over in. Well, exactly. Yeah, like the, the mining Bezos, conditions are horrific. Yes, and then you look at Apple. Like you hear it, you you hear it said a lot. The slave factories in China, but nobody talks about buy your new iPad, buy your new your iPhone. What they're right, right. saying when they say that in, in a in a quick way is. You have people literally where they have suicide nets outside their, you know, in buildings. It's just they're making pennies a day to create these products that are sold for seven, eight hundred percent profit, and it's just people are are, are literally dying. They're, they're, it's it's slave labor, and again, it happens here. And then to what to slightly serious's point as well, it happens in America too. I mean, Jesus yeah. Christ, there's so many people 
you know, and again, I've, I've, I touched on my points, my thoughts on illegal immigration, um, two Tuesdays ago, but you have not just illegal immigrants, but even, you know, regular naturalized citizens as well, getting paid under the table, getting paid shit to do labor jobs. And that's what I mean. We, people, people, now he doesn't have an iPhone anymore. Finally. Um, nevertheless, people, they look at it and they immediately hear illegal, not illegal, you know, immigration, illegal immigration, and it becomes this topical thing. And we, we lose focus on the bigger points. It's these companies and these corporations, uh, how, how badly they are abusing people. They're abusing employees. And again, they don't care. Oh, only we care on the outside looking at it because we're taught to with, with the, the politics of it all. But the grand scheme of things, these employers, they don't give a shit what our political leanings are. They're loyal to nobody but themselves and how they make the most profit off the labor and the backs of everyday people who are busting their ass at a lot of times in modern day-ish here, slave labor wages. And it's a damn sin. No accountability. Just nothing. Nothing. It's, it's sick. It's sick. It's a pretty Marxian take. Nah. <laughs> I mean, it is. That was one nah, of his greatest critiques of capitalism was that it relies fundamentally on global inequality and that it relies on essentially know, you, slave states to function. You are right. You are right. And also to what Slightly Serious is saying, I agree with him as well. I, I think more so what I'm talking about is just that we don't hold... And, and you're right. In the, in the capitalist society, you know, we are the ultimate arbiters. Of, if we buy the product, therefore, we knowingly. And I, I'm with you there, serious. Well, see, that's, with you. That, that's the I, issue with voting with your dollars. That people with more dollars get more votes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's a sickness. And I, I think the point I was getting at is, you know, just you, you go back years ago with the illegal immigration relief act in Hazel, Pennsylvania. You know. Find businesses that hire illegals and find landlords that rent to illegals. What about, you know, not just fi- fines mean nothing. What about holding these businesses accountable that will knowingly hire or employ illegals and just saying, fuck you to any class, any political, whatever, you, regular citizen, you don't count because we're going to get them for a cheaper wage and abuse, abuse, abuse. Yes, I, I lived in Hazelwood for a while. That's where we held our first Voice of the People rally in 2007. And yeah, we can go, oh, was Jamie, there you go. Then you've probably seen our shit. So that's, I know I'm trying to get a lot in here really quick. So, you know, serious, we gotta, we gotta do that collabo show and talk about this. Um, cause there's a lot of things, yeah. There's a lot of things I've seen on a on a very unique level, and it's definitely, definitely, definitely something that we need to talk about. So there you go, there you go. There, there's my way of not ignoring what you you brought up, Robert. Is just I, I'm trying to say something as quick as humanly possible because we're getting towards the end. <laughs> but all right, all right. So real quick, I because yeah. Nine minutes technically until the show ends because I started a minute early and I got to do my two minutes of, of rambling and all that other bullshit. But um, some final thoughts. And I and again, I want to say, I, I, and I can't say it enough, how much I freaking love the hell out of all of you. And thank you so much for what you created here tonight in this atmosphere. It was awesome. So let's start in reverse. 
Ace, any final thoughts or anything you'd like to throw in, throw out there to the potosphere? She said she got to hang up kids screaming. Kids screaming. Hashtag, fuck them kids. <laughs> Ace is out. Her, her message is, screw you, I'm out. <laughs> okay. Uh, Kat, any quick, quick goodbye message? I was actually going to say that. I'd be really interested in talking about immigration with you one of these days. I think that's where our heads will clash a bit, but I think it'd be a a productive conversation because I've done a lot of research on this shit so far. And I'm an immigrant. I can give you firsthand. Okay. Well, I'm a son of immigrants, so I mean, hey, it works out. Yeah, and I and I. Oh God, I used to work with a lot of immigrants that just people who came through the. uh, God, I'm going to shut up because I can just go on and on and on. But yeah, no, definitely, I would love to. And you know, we, we we tend to talk a lot. You just do it in a calmer fashion. (laughs) <laughs> I try. <laughs> yeah, you're good. So anything else? Anything uh, else, Kat? Or I think, I think that's it. I move on. I mean, actually, no, no, no. I, I got something. It's uh, if any of you are interested in just learning how like fucked up these countries are that are stuck with like mining our materials are. Just uh, whenever you're looking at surveys that talk about global poverty, keep in mind that a lot of these surveys consider uh. $2.50 a day as being up above the poverty line. If you set those uh, surveys and stats to $5 a day or $7 a day, you'll find that we're actually experiencing more global poverty than ever before. Now, of course, you know, take that for what it is. Maybe you think $2.50 is justified per day, which if you do, then go fuck yourself. But, you know, hey, what do I know? Cat said burn yeah. it all down. No. I'm with you, bird. Well, yes, but we can't do that. <laughs> Not yet, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Taz! Taz, any, any, and you know, you know, you know, you know, I want to do a collab with you as well. You know this. You know this. I, I've said this to you. All right, don't worry. It's coming. So, Taz, any final thoughts or words or anything? Protect yourself. Fucking fight for yourself. Don't let no motherfucking body trick you off the motherfucking block, okay? Ever. Boom. Fight for yourself. And that's it. I love y'all. Bye. Love it. Thank you, Taz. Love you. And moving along. Johnny America, man. Do you have any closing thoughts or words? No. No, I'm just listening. <laughs> I see you in the chat, man. I, I, I go back and forth, but you know, I, I feel bad. Herbie, no, 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 Herbie, real quick, I'm right here. give me a, a, a. Well, I see you leaving, so <laughs> you you did good, but come on, any any final thoughts for you? I know we touched on so much tonight, and again, thank you for being the catalyst to really start in on a lot of the issues we we went. Oh, I'm I'm always a catalyst. You sh- you should have seen some of the fucking fires. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, you know, I think I think it was a great show. We we touched on a lot of um, sensitive subjects that most people don't want to talk about, um, for whatever you know, various reasons, uncomfortability, shame, or embarrassment, any of them. Um, but I think a lot of these things need to be brought more to light. Um, you know, I, I know you can tell by my Facebook post that I am not the most sensitive person in the world. Um, but at the same time, I still have a heart. I still care. You know, if someone's being yes. bullied, regardless of the color of their skin, I'll stand up and, you know, I'll stand there with them and I'll 
You know, I'll, I'll make sure that they know that they're not going, you know, that they're not alone. Does everybody care? No, there's plenty of people that could give a shit less, you know, but also like, um, I don't remember who said it earlier, but you know, accept yourself just because they don't accept you. Who gives a fuck? You, you know, nobody's going to love you until you love you. Yes, I totally agree. So, um, you know, you know, with, with, with the whole bullying thing, like I said, um, yeah, we definitely need to see an end, you know, especially as a father. I, I don't ever want my daughter to be a victim, and, and I'll make sure that she's not a victim, because if she's a victim, then someone's going to be a victim of me. But that's neither here nor there. Um, and to the whole, you know, rape thing, I, I say to any woman, even though I'm a man, and I will never be raped, um, you know, don't don't be ashamed. Stand up. If something happened, say it happened. You know, there are women that have given real rape victims a bad name because they falsely accused men. Um, I actually will tell you that story next week when I'm on. I was falsely accused of rape once and down at the um, police station. We'll get into that next time. But um, definitely you know, speak, speak up, you know, let, let someone know what happened. Um, don't be afraid about it being, you know, if anybody believes you, know that you, what happened, know that it's true and believe it. You know, if, if it happened, it happened and stick with it. It doesn't matter what someone else thinks. Amen. Awesome, man. Well, hey, thank you as always. Loved, loved everything tonight. And next week we'll definitely go into that because, you know, make it better. So happy you were on and thank you. And thank you to Jessica too for being in there and letting the man be on as well. <laughs> uh, appreciate it. Logan, any quick final thought? Any take care, man. Good night. Any take quick care. final thoughts, Logan? No, other than great fucking show. It was amazing uh, and fun. It definitely was, my friend. And thank you as well. You know I bust on you because it's fun, but now uh, you're you're coming into your own, man. So you're I'm trying. Doing good and Eric, I, uh, you're awesome, man. And Eric, I definitely. Yes, we, we will talk. I will actually respond to emails, I promise. But, <laughs> um, Robert, again, thank you to you as well for, I, I don't have time to, to go into everything because we're running at the end and I gotta do my little quick outro thing. But, Robert, definitely try to call in on Tuesday night at, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern if you can. And, like I said, I meant what I said and I'll definitely reach out to you as well because anything, I could do or any of us can do to help. We gladly will because, you know, every person should be treated equal with love, respect, and kindness and care. So thank okay. you as uh, well for sharing. Thank you for having me. And don't forget to tune in to Slightly Serious show in about 30 minutes. There you go. The man, the myth, the legend. Definitely. Thank you, man. And to everybody else, I, I cannot thank you enough for tonight. I think tonight was... At, you know, uh, somebody said it in our group chat there. This is what I've been screaming for for a long time. And I think tonight really hit that mark for what I, where I want to take this, you know, and your involvement makes it all possible. And I cannot thank you enough for the openness, for the willingness to speak out publicly, to discuss the things that we discussed, the multitude of issues. These three hours flew by. I thank you all for the gift of your time of you listening and just your engagement. It means the world to me. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you again. And I look forward to talking with you all again very, very soon. So with that, have a great night. Be safe. 
and yes, you 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 see the you see the link for the the shirts and everything there. You know, again, you know, I'm not going to force anybody, but hey, if you want to buy a shirt and help support the cause of what we're trying to build here, definitely appreciate it. And much love to all of you. Thank you so much. Love, yes, Taz. Amen. Thank you as well for being a part. Kit Kat, everybody, everybody, appreciate it. Remember, VOPUSARadio.com. That's where you will find us. And on Twitter, Spotify, you know the drill. We're everywhere. Until Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Eastern on this channel for the VOP Roundtable. This is Dan saying good night. Can't wait to talk to you all again. And thank you all. Warning. You're entering a safe space for freedom of thought and opinion. This is Voice of the People, USA Radio, where free speech thrives and political correctness dies. This is Voice of the People, USA Radio.